Welcome to episode 8 of Azuros Euro with Anthony Collects. Forza Zach, Forza Azuri. I'm feeling pumped today. What a win, ladies and gents. What a win. I can feel it in my plums, guys. I can feel it in my plums. Is it? Let's bring him up. He reckons. <laughs> that was good. Good little intro. Not bad, huh? How you doing? Yeah, I knew you'd be in a good mood. I knew you would. I'm in a great mood, mate. And I'm even in, in a better mood that this uh, crops out the bottom half so you don't see the gut. <laughs> it's just like, this is 2017, Daniel, and I was a different guy back then, you know. I was different I've had a kid since, and it's, you know, things have gone the wayside, but it's all good. Pre-COVID. I'm good. I'm good. Pre-COVID, pre-everything. No, nah, it's good. Exactly. Exactly. I got, I got my um, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I um, I slept in today. I'm not gonna lie. I did. I actually did sleep in. I only caught the second half of the game. Um, but yeah, like I'm good. I, I needed the rest because we've got a big couple days coming up. Big couple that I knew Italy was gonna get the job done as well. You did, man. You called it three nil. Props where props yeah. are due. Yeah, three nil is. It was spot on, and and I think we called the we called it exactly like three nil, and I think it was never in doubt. It was never in doubt. Like once they got the ball rolling, that was it. They they just they're the they're the hottest team right now. It's what I've been saying. They're the hottest team. So the reason why I'm wearing this jersey is because we we pretty much wore it during the 2017 qualifications for the World Cup. Um, obviously. That was a shambles, and we're a completely, completely different side. And what I mean by that is from the absolute start of that game to the end of that game, it was nonstop attack, right? Like, I can't really remember that much that they were threatening, right? And it was just so refreshing to see the Italian side do that. The, the passing, the, the vision, the, the way they were switching the ball around was just phenomenal. Um, getting in the box, getting opportunities all the time. Um, it's something that you just don't, you just do not see in a normal Italian side. It was, it was, um, the whole team seemed very comfortable. I don't know if it's like whether they're in, they're playing in Rome and that adds an element of, you know, comfort to the way they play. Um, Immobile looks amazing. I have no doubts about him now. The, the MVPs of the games are the two. You know, win backs. You know, Spinazzola is is still great. I've got the other. What's the other guy's name? Um, on the well, on they the right. they switched it during the game. They had Toloi there at one stage. Um, they started with Di Lorenzo, who look. Uh, I'll be honest. Before the actual world, before this uh, this tournament, the Euro tournament, I thought that the win backs were going to be probably the weak spots. And I think I mentioned that, and, and it looks like. One of the biggest assets, the way that they use Spinazzola is, is just fantastic. Yeah, Spinazzola is great. It, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting when they play a tougher team. It, yeah. it, I think I think they got a re, they got such a good run as well. Like they can really go the whole way. They can really go all the way to the final. So I had a look at the draw, right, and. Mm-hmm. 
they they obviously would be better off coming second, right? If they come first, they end up playing second in C to, um, the C group, which is probably going to be in Ukraine, Austria, something like that, right? Um, so that's fine. But then you get potentially Belgium, and then you get potentially France. So uh, if both France and Italy finish top, they're not going to meet in the final. That, that's yeah. just what's going to happen. Um, so if Italy was to come second, the only real, in my opinion, really strong team that they could hit is in the semis they could hit in England, potentially, right? Yeah. In London, which would be a bad bad result. So, I mean, in my opinion, you never play for second. You always no, go no, like no. full steam ahead. If you take your foot off the pedal, that's where mistakes can happen. Um, but, you know, it's kind of presented it's in a position where potentially it won't be a good result if we do come first. But um, at the end not of the day, really. you come up against hard teams. If you want to win it, you want to win it. But that's that's it. Too. Yeah. It, it's no point trying to juggle it and see oh, if we finish in a second. No, I think they just go for it. I think, like I said, they're going to finish with nine points. I think they rest quite a few players and they test out a new, you know, maybe a new formation. They try and run a couple other... Um, maybe Chiesa gets a, a lot more game time. Um, I still think they finish with nine points for sure. Mm. I think so as well. Um, resting players is, is something that needs to be done because we saw Chiellini go down. Um, he's a very, very important part of our team. And, and um, if him and Bonucci were to go down, it would be a big problem. So I wouldn't mind seeing Bastoni in there a little bit, but you don't want to change it too much, you know, because you, you don't want to disturb the, the dynamic of the side. Um, but I'd love to see Chiesa get a run. In saying that, Berardi's pass to Locatelli through the middle was just phenomenal to see. Um, he's been Locatelli, Locatelli was great today as well. Locatelli was yeah. pretty good. The the whole team is like they're working really well. They enjoy playing together. They they celebrate like little things. They celebrate blocking a goal. They celebrate you know defending well. Like they celebrate the the small stuff, and that's what really is going to help them in the long run. That's what get, that's yeah. what's going to get them to the final. So two points you obviously made, uh, Locatelli. So mm. if people don't really know him, um, I'm pretty high on him. I bought his uh, his rookie checkerboard variant. I was speaking with Mars about that. He's asking me to tell people about it. So um, I, I bought that last week. I was actually talking to him in the chat, and, and he brought it up to me because I was talking about Locatelli a lot. Um, and he goes, man eBay's got this card, and I saw it was on Kong C. I went to my account, and I got the cheaper version of it um, because when you log in, you get some kind of discount. And, uh, yeah, it, it's it's obviously resulted. Is, is it a card that I'm going to keep long-term? Maybe not. It's probably a flip for the Euros, I would say, um, yeah. because he's – I mean, during the season, like, he's a fantastic, fantastic player. He strips the ball like a Bill Award, and he has that attacking presence as well. That is really good, but whether he's like going to maintain that long term in the hobby remains to be seen. He will get a big move to either a Juventus or another club if they kind of pick it up. Um, so off the back of that, I might sell it. Um, but I'm kind of really happy to see, you know, it's kind of pulling off. And his second goal is phenomenal as well from outside. Yeah, the it was. The the just the base um, base select from these rookie years like fifty bucks right now. So is it fifty bucks? Fifty USD. 
Uh, uh, sorry, was $15 30, not long 30, long. 36 USD, so about 50 Australian. Um, yeah. Then you've got like his Prism from Chronicles, about 50 USD. And there's a whole bunch. There's a few in here that, you know, I might have to go looking to see if I've got any Locatelli. That's interesting. He's got some numbered prisms on, on eBay at the moment, which aren't overly expensive. You can snap them up. Um, I think it's lagging behind. Um, his rookie is probably WCCF card at Milan, but it's probably not the one I would go for. I'd go for that, that select uh, card because I just don't really like WCCF in the hobby. Um, and, yeah, I, I, I think it might be a good short-term play if you were to turn it around pretty quickly. Long-term, you know, I'm not sure. If you go back and have a look at his goal against Juventus for Milan, you could see, you'll see some, like an actual goal, like an absolute ripper of a goal. And, and I think that might have been actually to his detriment because it was kind of all this pressure that was put onto him. He had to... You know, had the weight of being at Milan and it was a big problem for him and had to kind of go to a Sassuolo to, to build it up again. Um, and he's just really shining through at the moment, which is just fantastic to see. He could keep Verratti out of the side, potentially. Mm. That's yeah. it. It's big. Yeah, I can see there's a there's an SGC9 for 100. I, I mean, it, we're talking early days and the, and the prices have been impacted. That's why I kept saying, like, you got to make sure you've got all these cards listed because, you know, these yeah. cards are getting snapped up now. And I've had a few sales of cards that I didn't expect to sell. Uh, I had a Sterling what, what? sell. I had a, Sterling? I had a blue Sterling sell. Um, World Cup. I had a couple Euro. Um, Euro. Let me show you. Right here. I got them here ready to go. I had a couple Czech Republic players. Um, not Schick, which I bumped up the price on him. So that's interesting. <laughs> I had a little bump. I had a little bundle going. So what you're gonna do, I'm, mate? It's I'm doing it. Yeah, of course. I'm doing a revamp now of, of both the website and the eBay, tearing everything down and, and retaking photos and trying to combine. I think the bundles will work well. That's an interesting little play that I'm working on. Uh, bundles of players in their national squads, especially if you've yep. got Euro cards. I think that sells a lot better than just one single card. People want to buy more than then one at a time. And yeah, like that's, I've got my eye on, on, a few, on a few bigger ones as well. Um, which Vasquez, hopefully... the... I'm, I'm going to pin that comment if pin I can. Pass, but... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It was just, a, it was, it was cheap though. $10, $10 sale, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, people watch games and they think that things are plays and, you know, there's, there's no reason why you shouldn't, you know, take advantage. Yeah. If you've got cards that you're looking to sell, you've got to do what you've got to do, mate. Like, I've got a, I've got a guy that reached out. I've got a guy that reached out about Foden, and, and now he he basically said, listen, give me a list of all the cards you have that's not listed on the website, and uh, let me make you an offer. And he made a very generous offer, especially on the Foden, and I think that deal's almost done. I've got two of those, so I'm willing to move one Foden. Um and yeah, like people, like I said, once the soccer starts playing, once they, once they start playing, we're early days right now. Wait till it gets to yep. round of sixteen, quarterfinals, and the hype really builds. I think this weekend we'll see a really uh, what's what's the word I'm trying to look for. There'll be a lot of excitement around that 
Portugal Germany game. That's a big game, and that's like now we've seen both teams play. It kind of feels like that's a you know that's the first thing, the first knockout almost. If Germany lose, they're out. Absolutely. I was just about to say that. It's it's a massive game, not just because they're great teams playing against each other. It's a great game because Germany lost and need to get a result now. And obviously yeah. Portugal know that if they lose against Germany, it could potentially be bad for them, you know, in the next game against France. You know, they could potentially get knocked out. So that that, that would be a massive, massive game. Um, yeah, very interested to see what happens with that. Are you selling... Bales at the moment. Are they coming out the door? Do you have any? And uh, you put them up. That was a big I performance. <laughs> I don't have any. Um, I did. I only watched the three minute highlights of that game, and Bale's penalty was that's the worst penalty I've ever seen taken in my life. That was yeah. shocking. Um, and I've been saying. I remember one of my early predictions was, but I think Wales is going to surprise a lot of people, and. They obviously had a shocker first game. Well, not a shocker, but like a disappointing first game. And this game, they were quite good. They were, they were, you know, not bad. And um, they were not favourites to win by any stretch of the move. So, I don't know. And Zach's right. Bale's link-up play, like, he, he set up both goals, right? And he's, yeah. he's ball over to Ramsey. They're two linking up. Obviously, they're the main threats, right? Um, that goal by Ramsey was sick. I honestly, like... I Ramsey didn't had like six there. disallowed goals. Ramsey Sorry? disallowed. Ramsey had like three disallowed goals in the first like twenty minutes. Yeah, Ramsey's not bad. Ramsey played well. But like, what happened to Turkey? It like Mark Milligan's talking about him, Turkey winning the thing, and yeah. uh, what what's going on there? What do you think's happened there? I don't know. Because their defense is usually a lot better. Yeah, that played into. I think. Him tipping that caught so many people off guard, right? And even myself, like, I'm like, are they that good for someone to even outrageously say that they're going to win the whole thing? And mm. that played into like the my mentality when even while I was betting, I was like, Turkey's got a decent squad, like they got a they got a good group of players. And then yesterday I picked them to beat um, Wales, mm. and they they haven't shown up at all. They haven't really shown up at all. We have glimmers and, and chances here and there, but nothing really. It was yeah, Mark, Mark Milligan, that's a, that's a fact. Pin that one instead. That's a fact. Biggest L of the tournament so far. Mark Milligan. Yeah, all right. Mark's coming up with all the goods here. It's a, so, there we go. So what we got tonight? Tonight's three games. Tonight we have sorry I lost the page because I do want to speak a little bit about uh, Panini Instant a little bit later. Tonight we've got Ukraine, North Macedonia um, I think Ukraine should should smash that North Macedonia we're, we're lucky to even get that goal that they got last week um, they will be my tip I've got some money on a little bit of a cheeky multi happening at the moment with, uh, with Ukraine and, and the next game which is Belgium, Denmark as well and then tomorrow morning, we have uh, so we've got Belgium, Denmark, 2 a.m., and Netherlands, Austria, which I think will be a, a sneaky game as well, 5 a.m. Uh, what are your thoughts about those three? Um, first one, I won't stay long on. I think Ukraine get the job done. Ukraine were great. They, they, yeah. were, they were good last game. Um, that was against Netherlands, wasn't it? That was the, the Netherlands uh, I think game. So. 
they lost three two, but that was a three two that they arguably could have drawn two all. So I think Ukraine gets it done easy. I think for the second game, Belgium Denmark. It's interesting. Denmark's you know for what it's worth, they they're, they're a good team. They just they only lost last week uh, last game because of the unfortunate incident with with Ericsson. That was really all I boiled it down to. They they came back on the pitch. They tried to, you know, they put on a brave face. Um, they had a penalty. Yeah. They could have gone their way. And, you know, they or not rushed into it, but they were, you know, they were shell-shocked, and rightfully so. And that's what I'm going to put down that last loss to. Now, this game is interesting because they're playing against the favourites to top the group. It's a very tough game. It's also almost a must-win game for them. So I think that Denmark played really well. I can see a draw happening. I can see a draw. I can see a, a one-all draw. Um, and I say that and then I pause and I think about like Lukaku and how good Belgium looked last game. And I'm like, uh, is that being too optimistic? I don't know. I'll stick to You're a one-all You're a big fan of as well, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a fan. I think that... They're going to rally together type of thing. And, and there's, they've got a lot of motivation to do well for Ericsson. Um, yeah, I'm going, to stay, I'm going to stick with one or draw. Okay. All right. My, look, I think with Ericsson out, you know, I, I struggle to see where they're getting their goals from and, and where they're going to be threatening. I, you know, Braithwaite's okay. Nothing special. Paulson's Okay. For me, nothing special. Wins, not bad. Um, in my opinion, I reckon Belgium will win that. I think they've got too much quality. Um, yeah. and I, I, I think that's, that's, where the, that's where the money is as well. Like, If you're going to bet, you'd bet on Belgium. I'd bet on Belgium. I think yeah, I'm, just, I'm looking at it from like a very optimistic... You've been uh, romantic. You've been romantic. Yeah, yeah. Like they, they put a really good performance together and they scraped together a one-all draw, which is a win for them. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's likely it's going to be two nil Belgium, two three nil Belgium, and the last and then Russia and Denmark, yeah, very. Um, that last game is Austria is a sneaky pick, like a sneaky. They they really are a dark horse. Like they they quite they looked good last game, and, and Austria, I believe they drew last game. Yes. Well, Ru- Russia, Denmark. Not Russia, sorry. Denmark. In the morning is... Um, oh, sorry. No. Um, the morning, yeah. Austria, Austria. Sorry, I'm still Russia. on the Denmark screen. Uh, one second. Let me have a quick look. Austria, sorry. Austria uh, were the ones that... that Austria they dominated. Ones, yeah. They dominated North Macedonia. Um, yeah. That's a good game. I think Netherlands are going to be really good, though. I think... <laughs> Austria is good, and I can yeah sure um, they they beat North Macedonia, but I think Netherlands are a really good team, and they showed that last game that they showed resilience to to pull out a win um, when they were you know drawn to all. I can I can see Netherlands uh, going and, and getting the W. I can see it being two one two one Netherlands. Yeah, I was just about to say two one or three one. Um, my tips are three one. I think that. They've got something to prove, Netherlands, in, in some respects, you know. Um, I feel like they had a lot of opportunities last game, and I feel like they're just going to carry through here. 
yeah, as well. Shout out to my my mate is in here, Michael. Uh, me and Michael share the same sentiment. We think that Portugal is still being slept on, um, and we're both. T- I-, I tipped at the start, and he's tipped at the start. Portugal's going to win the whole thing, so he's coming here. Show love, really? Yeah, really. Michael, I mean, Michael's big on the Portugal to win uh, bandwagon. I think we were saying last after their game that they've got a brilliant side. I just didn't think that they put it together well, or the coaches yeah. put it together well. Um, Cancelo on the on the right, I think, was a little bit of a loss for them. I feel like if they get it right as this tournament progresses, then you don't have to win the first game. Like the, you don't have to play fantastic in the first game, right? Um, you just need to build as time goes on and find the right pieces. And Portugal have the opportunity to do that, absolutely. And they've got, they've they got definitely got the pieces. They got a bit lucky playing Hungary first game because they yeah. get away with like the the Jota mistakes and now they can, you know, move Jota out, play Joao Felix in there and I think they'll be a lot I think with Ronaldo it's like it's the same with Mbappe. You've got the X factor on the team, on the pitch. I think that that'll play in especially against Germany, I think I think they I think they we'll get to that obviously when the the pre game for that, but I think Quite quietly, I think uh, Portugal dominate Germany. Hey, we can go in any direction that we want here, mate. This is our yeah, show. true. Mm-hmm. Whatever but we want. I'm saying, <laughs> and I've got a, I've got a mate who keeps saying, and and the, he keeps riling all of us up. He keeps saying Germany's going to come back, and he's, they're going to do well in the tournament. I'm telling him they're on the brink of getting knocked out. They've already packed their bags. Mate, they, they have been look. I mean, on paper, they shouldn't, right? And and I can see why you're saying that. You know what I mean? Like, I can definitely see why you're saying that. But go back and look at their last few games that they've played. They have been horrendous. Like, a 6-0 drumming against Spain. I know it's Spain, but 6-0 for Germany to pop goals is not the same side. You know, like, mm. I, I just... There's something not right about that team. I don't know whether it's coach, something underlying about it, but... Um, they seem to crumble unlike any other Germany team I've ever seen before in my life. Um, I'm very, very surprised by that. And I think... Yes. I can't, I can't put my finger on it, but I don't think they're going to do much either. Any team with one, and I hope Masters in the any team with one, they're not, <laughs> they're not beating Portugal. No way. No way. And I know there's that last 20 minutes of the, the France game looked, they looked threatening. But France was sitting back, and you got to admit they were sitting back pretty comfortably. They were sitting back, yeah. keeping it compact. It was a good test for them. Man, you don't play a game at this level and don't suffer for some portion of the game, right? Of course, even if you're man. playing, even if you're playing like Hungary or you know Finland or something, there's going to be some portion of the game where the other team's going to have half a sniff. Right? It's, it's yeah. always going to happen. You're not going to ever dominate the whole game. So the fact that France had that little, you know, sit back a little bit and, and had them the ball, um, then hoops hit. You know, you expect that, right? That doesn't yeah. mean that Germany were going to smash them. You know, it was never going to happen, in my opinion. Uh, good. Uh, Chelsea fan. Uh, what are we saying? He's, Chelsea cursed. He's talking about the the. They destroy most strikers that come to the club. Well, apparently they're getting Haaland, so they're going to destroy him as well. I hope. I hope not. I think that would be disappointing. Haaland might be the only one that's that can break that curse. 
But and Daily, I do want to Daily, talk about Daily Prem. Wait one second. Daily Prem was in that yeah, group yeah. chat when um, Is it... when my mate was talking about Germany, and he was quick to disregard all comments about that. So I thought, tell oh, us that's why. Funny, tell us why. Tell he, us why you disregard Germany. He just nah, He's just straight up. No way. There's no way it's going to happen. There's no way. Anyway, where were you going with it? If we get Haaland, he'll boss it. Nick Strongbar. That's a big call. It's a big call. Strongbar. Strongbar was massive. Um, and that—that's the thing about Haaland. Like you'd go to a new league, we'll, we'll see. But we Haaland's not in the Euro, so we'll, we'll try to bypass him because I can't be bothered speaking about him every single few seconds. Um, mm. And any instant. This is what I want to talk to you about, right? And yeah. I think it's an opportunity for us to do a little bit of a, uh, a blockchain voice type thing like double coverage does, right? Mm. Uh, so I've pulled it up. You obviously can't see it. Or everyone who's, who's listening to it on the pod can't see it. Um, they've got Paul Pogba in a sick motion there. It's got yeah, Ronaldo. Ronaldo's there. They've got Pedri. There's Milan Skriniar. Yep, yep. Good work, mate. That one. That's We've got Lorenzo Insigne after his goal as that well. Ronaldo one is sick. That's just a really, really nice card, man. Like, for nine, that's nine US, right? Yeah. And that's like the history maker, right? So that, what I'm saying, like, Panini instead is about moments, right? Bruce wants to top now, right? But this is like a grand stage version of it. So it's history maker. I believe that that he's talking about the fact that he's uh, played in so many Euros, probably like the... Uh, no, that's, know, the the, that's the goal scorer one. That's the is most really? European... Yeah, most European goal. Even better. Even yeah. better. Love it. Here we go. So uh, at the back it says, Portuguese striker continues to rewrite, rewrite the... European and world football records. Thanks to his brace against Hungary, he became the all-time leading goal scorer in European I'm championship. That. Yeah, I'm going to grab that. That's what I'm talking about, man. This nah, is, this is good. Like, like, there's significant events of yeah. unreal players, right? Like there's the Pedri one here. Um, the shit card as well. Yeah. There's the Jude Bellingham. Show the Jude Bellingham if you can. Um, you like the youngest you. player in, in the... In the Euros, there's a Lukaku card in there. If you want to fork out a little bit of money for uh, Mbolo, right? If you're going to invest in Mbolo, his one-of-one black is still available for 99 US dollars. I know he plays shit against Italy, but if you were to go after him, there's that. There's a one-of-five for 30 bucks on there, US. Available. Right? Let me, uh, let me see if I can bring this up. I can't see Bellingham. That's the only thing. Mark Going into the middle, I can, I can show you guys if you want. Let's see. So, let's see if I show you on the screen. Is that showing there? That's Lukaku. Oh, okay. Yeah, you got to see the different, different screen for me. Are you on yeah, UK I... or, or US? US. Yeah, it's in the US. Am I in so, if you go... Um, sorry to everyone at home, but if you guys can follow along as well, it'd be good. So, if you go store, then on the... Oh, sick. Why is it not even showing up for me? Interesting. Yeah. Store, and then you've got Panini Instant Soccer, and then you've got all the cards there. I see it's, it. It's... I see it. Yeah, yeah. All right. I've got it. Yeah. Interesting. So that, 
that Bellingham is sick, man. Like, and I'm telling you, like, that's a significant event of his. If he ends up being yeah. something, that's a significant event, right? Like, that's that's massive. That's why I cop the 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 um, Mbappes, right? Because of yeah, I think these are sneaky plays. Now with the Bellingham, it's nine US, ten US, right? Nine ninety nine if you buy one. If, if you, you buy 10, yeah, if you buy ten, it's fifty five, bucks, which is five five bucks, yeah, and twenty five is a hundred dollars. So it's cheaper the more you buy, right? That's so a fun. That is a play. Yeah. Interesting. Now, do these have variations, or are these just straight up? That's what they are. So these are base, um, and I believe if you buy some, there's uh, a possibility of getting a number card, um, and they also release numbered variants of them, like straight off the bat. So if you're lucky enough to be on the side at that time, you get the one on one or the one of five, and they're different colours. Um, otherwise, um, I think that they chuck some in in random orders. But um, at the moment, that looks like they've been snapped up. They're going to be on there for another five days. And um, and then they go, like, tops now. Yeah, I like it. Good play. Good tip. That Ronaldo one is sick. That, that's a great pose. It's just a sick-looking card. Man. Yeah, I'm going to grab that for sure. <laughs> There's also... Um, when did they win it? 2016? There is an awesome one. Now, now that's obviously run, right? Because people search Ronaldo and that's, that's very high. And there's, there's PSA 10s of that and, and really, really good. But there's one of him kissing the trophy, right? Mm. That car is just beautiful. Like, I, I want that in my collection, you know? Like, they, these are low-value cards at the moment if you were to buy them now. So... There's not many opportunities that you can get cards like this. Yeah, that cheap, that quick. That quick, and you don't have to buy, like, a, a box and hope for it, right? You just go out oh, and buy wow, it. That, so. that, um, that card sells for a bit. That card sells for a decent amount. The, the Kiss in the Trophy one. What are you saying? USD. That 250 yeah. USD for a PSA 7. Right. Okay. So, yeah. So. I think I remember I saw a 9 going for, like, thousand bucks us um and a 10 went for like almost 5k from memory right i can't remember off the top of my head but they, they go for a good amounts wow all right and i think that this is going to be something that will show up a little bit more in the tournament so we, we'll keep referring back to it because um i think the italy versions of them are going to show up tomorrow um for their game so i wouldn't mind getting if there's a locatelli something like that so they're good ones to see, but um, these are all significant events for these players, right? So, like, there was a, a one of five, one of five um, Lorenzo Insigne. Yeah. For 30 bucks, man. You know? Mm. There's a one of one Insigne. There's a one of one Insigne for $100. One of one. Still up there. That's interesting. You think it allows about... you to buy two of them, but I don't know how that works. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, no it sure would. No, Look, Mark is losing his marbles down. Hey, one of one. One of one Insigne on, on Panini Instant, you need to get that. 
free shipping, paid shipping internationally. So you got to ship it to your ship my cards. I want to take a moment as we as we wrap up here to show you okay. this. Go for this it. This is the sickest card, and this came up on my on my feet. This is the sickest card I've, I've seen in a while. The Ooh. Ronaldo two or fifteen flawless patch on card auto. What do you think the the price is right now on bid? Eight days to go. Where's it? Where's it getting bid? This is eBay. PWCC. Uh, it's got eight days to go. Eight days to go. So really, right. you're looking at what's it at like? Like nine hundred bucks or something, US. I'm gonna show you. Can okay. you won't believe it. No, current bid. Fucking kidding me. That is crazy. That is a really ridiculous card, though. That is... That's a crazy card. On card uh, and double dual patch with the logo of, like, Portugal. Like, I mean, it's everything you want. If you're a Ronaldo fan, that's really the card to go for. But, damn, that's expensive. There's a PWCC auction that's going to end, I think, midway through the Euro that is going to be... Uh, I think that the price is going to surprise a lot of people. I think prices go crazy. I think they really are going to go, even though we're in a, we're in a downtrend, I think some of these soccer cards are going to go really, really interesting. They very picked the moment very well, man. They, they've picked, like, if they're selling them now and he does something, anything, right, just being Ronaldo, you saw what he did to Coca-Cola's share price, right? Like, the reason why I said nine hundred bucks is because it had eight days to go. Right? Eight, eight, that's what that's what I'm saying. Eight, you'd expect Crazy. eight days to go. No one bids, and for it to exactly. really be that high, it's it's crazy. There's a, yeah, it's. I think the auction ends. A lot of these auctions end in eight days, seventeen hours. They all end eight days, seventeen hours, and there's a lot of good cards in here. There is some. Big boy cards in here. There's the Harlands. There's two Harlands. The tops now with the arms out. You've got uh, cracked ice, couple cracked ice in here. A lot of Ansu Fati. A lot of Harland. Yeah, man. Uh, I think that this whole auction, and I'll be in there. I'll be bidding on a few of these. I think there's a lot of sneaky plays in here. Um, I think that auction goes crazy. And I'm looking at some of these prices already. I'm like, what the fuck? Eight days out, people have got $1,000 bids on, you know, people gunning for them. People really gunning for those cards. So this is like, this is this is almost like golden auction type style. This like, is, do you think this they, is, they find I, this for the Euros, do you think? Yeah, definitely. I think that this is uh, purposely done because it, it's the, the volume of the cards is something I haven't seen before, not from PWCC. There's about 10, 12 pages of graded cards, all pretty high-end stuff. Like, I'm looking at now, look, look, this is just Joao Felix. Yeah. You got, you got the PSA 10, uh, BGS 10, gold, blue, purple, base, 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 base. Like, there's yes. a lot of... There's a lot of volume. I just realized this now, but Messi's in here, Muller's in here. They've really done this to get the Euro hype in. And the way it's timed, middle of the Euro, you've got Rakitic's in here, Ronaldo, 
a crazy amount of cards. And it'll be very interesting because there's so many, you'll be able to pick and choose where you want to buy, what you want to buy. I, I think there's a lot of steals to be had here. A lot of Mbappe. A lot. Let, let me show you this. Yeah, go for it. I, I kind of think that, like, if I was selling cards, I wouldn't have them all finish roughly at the same time because... That's, that's like, what they do. That's their, that's People's their, attention is, like, on one card trying to bid yes. for it. And you can get a sneaky play on another one, you know, that people aren't looking at. Look how many Mbappes there are. Fucking hell. Oh, Mbappe. Well, just Mbappe, Mbappe, Mbappe. Sterling's in there. Rashford, crazy amount of Rashford. So this is a big auction for for the hobby. Huge auction. Because it's not like Um, Golden. Golden is out of everyone's budget, unfortunately. Unless you're in the very, very minute percentage. You know, the point zero 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 one percent that's buying the Pele rookies and the Maradona rookies and those cards, that's a different ballpark. We just sit back mm. as spectators and we're like, oh, that's cool, whatever. This is all stuff that we can have. I'm looking at gold, Neymars. And this is going to be a big thing. I'm going to have to make a post. We're going to have to keep talking about this at some point as we keep going through this. Uh, we should do regular updates on that. Uh, yeah. That Ronaldo at least. You know, <laughs> Every day, if it's already at 25k, every yeah. day you should almost double that, man. Like it's it's it's, a, it's ch- an incredible chess. In Who's that? A couple chesses in here as well. Is there really? All right, yeah. I need to have a look at that. I need to check my bank account and then I'll have a look at that. Yeah, Otherwise, I don't want to look at it. You know, yeah. I don't want to know. <laughs> Honestly, but like, this if you think about it, what does that compare to in basketball? Right, like that that on card. Um, with the patch, Ronaldo being Ronaldo, how does that compare in basketball? What's a similar type price range that that would go for? It would it would be like a second year um, LeBron patch order. It wouldn't be a rookie. A rookie, I think, commands that premium. But a second, third year, beautiful card or a Kobe auto that's you know, one of those high-end Kobe orders that can go for fifty, sixty, seventy thousand. Um, but it's because it is—it's not his rookie year, obviously. And but an on-card patch order for the best, one of the best players of all time, is very rare to, to find. And we know how how Panini pushes out stickers. We won't see on-card autos for years. So yeah, if ever again. That's a big card, and it'll. It, I think it'll fetch close to forty. I'm going to put the the, the bid out there. Twenty five already. Eight days to go. Yeah, someone could go and well. I want. Yeah, it, it could well, well go more for more than that. Yeah, it's a beautiful card. I think it's it's going to be. It'll be on everyone's feed when that card ends. I think it goes for, yeah, it could go for more. Right, what up, Cardo? What up? Um, I think it could go for over fifty. That's a, it's a, one of the nicest cards. Caught my attention straight away, straight away. Tell Cardo what you're talking about since you just got on. So we're talking about the. I'm gonna get back up. Where are we at here? We're talking about the Ronaldo patch auto that's up on eBay. This one here. Flip it around. Do we 
do we get do we get Cardio on the chat to talk to him about Belgium tomorrow? Yeah, get, if he's if he's willing and if he's, if he's are you keen to jump on then, or or are you happy okay. just to comment? Because I'll, I'll be more than happy to have you on. We got another okay. ten minutes to go, so if you want to jump on for ten minutes, tell me your thoughts on Belgium. We'll jump yeah, on, but we're talking right now about current this. price right now. Yeah, crazy, crazy money. I think it deserves it. But yeah, if Carter, what he can, he can just comment if he, if he. I know it's just it might be morning. I don't know what the time is in in uh, over there. But I think Belgium. Yeah, we were talking about it before. Yeah, twenty five thousand already, already. Eight days to go. Crazy. It's the afternoon there. He's all right. Afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Just, it's, it's just quietly, I, I, the last two legs of a multi are Belgium and Netherlands um, to, to, to win it off. And so I'm hoping, I'm hoping, hoping Belgium get the job done. We'll see. They should. I mean, the the only real surprise of this tournament, I've, I've, like major surprise, has been Wales Turkey for me. You know, I'll bring him up. He can come on. Yeah. All right. Done. Wales Turkey. He doesn't want to ruin our stream after no. after you came in <laughs> at the wedding. <laughs> He's worried about ruining the strength. I'm gonna <laughs> apologise live on the on the air. Nah, you don't need to apologise, man. That was quality. Nah, that, was, that was good. Let's see if he if he can jump in. Oh, yeah, he's invited. He's invited. Um, and then looking forward, I mean, this weekend, I love that the the, the two o'clock game is on a on a Saturday night for us, Sunday morning. I love that. That's something I'm going to stay up for. Me and my mates are definitely staying up for that. England? Yeah. In, yeah. No, not, not England, sorry. The Portugal, Germany. What up? What up? How are you, man? So, guys, let me uh, figure out how to put this in place because uh, <laughs> I was not prepared for this. It's all right, man. It's all right. How, how you that, doing? I'm in, a much, I'm, I'm in a much stable <laughs> state now than the last time I jumped in. Yeah, I guess. I can I can tell it was uh, it was pretty funny though it was pretty funny awesome hope you had a, a good time looked like yeah it. it was it was a good wedding it was good <laughs> how are you um, going I'm I'm fine man same old same old every uh, football every day well soccer football whatever you guys want to call it uh, I'm so, saying you're you're doing videos as well aren't you like very, pretty pretty much daily reviews of games and the like. Yeah, yeah, I just tried to do it for myself. I used to do it for my old website, um, but it's just for myself, basically, and I just record it for whoever wants to listen uh, because those are not my... That's not basically what I do. I, I make soccer card content, but uh, I just enjoy making these, and I think that's important. Like, if you have a channel, you, you can make whatever you want. So I just put mm. those on there for, like, recording purposes and just to see what I... Uh, if I have a good read on the teams and stuff like that. So, But, yeah, it's uh, it's been basically daily so it's waking up making a video watching games go to sleep waking up rinse and repeat so what are the times like for you like what time's the early game on what time's the middle game and the last game uh so it starts at 3 p.m 
Uh, that's the first one. Then 6 p.m. is the second one, and 9 p.m. is the last one. So it's it's perfect. That's brilliant. Wow. Yeah. Actually, Vince from Soccer Card Shop wake up at 5 in the morning to watch games. That's insane. So I've been that's basically up every... Oh, that's, that's in Australia. Uh, us, us. Yeah, it's us. That was me this morning watching uh, Italy. 5 a.m. 5 a.m. daily. Oh, it's the it's the worst. The, the the it's it's the worst because the middle game, the two AM game, is the one that you can't watch. Unless unless you don't care about your job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're gonna get him back. Oh, we've got sports car Tom wants to join. Yeah, get him in. Get him in. I've accepted that. And <laughs> that's funny. What up, Tom? Oh, how you going? Yeah, good, man, good. Yo, what's, what's happening? Vincent? Oh! <laughs> you got the game, the game no, in here. I thought I'd jump in and just let you boys know it's coming home, you know. Oh, just, uh, stop, <laughs> Give you boys a bit of an insight on that. It's coming home, so stop anything you want to say. Bro, Italy were class last night. I I'm super impressed, but I feel like they haven't been tested yet. Yeah, that's yeah, what that's, that's what we were saying. It, they I need to pop it a big club. I almost want to buy an Italy shirt. For them? I almost want to buy an Italy shirt. Bro, their their home jeans, like their home kit, is so it, it's sold out everywhere in the UK. You can't find it anywhere in the UK. Like it's yeah, it's, it's nice. so it's, it's nice. so high demand. It's it's crazy. That the closer you look at it, the detail on the actual jersey itself is just top-notch. It's brilliant. I don't, I've got a soft pot to, for collars as well, bro. When, when, when shirts have collars on them, they just look so clean. I'll tell you one kit I do like, and it's unfortunate because they're not playing well, is that the Turkey Away kit. That, that white and like the red band across white. Yeah, white that's nice. That Turkey Away kit is so clean. So it's clean. Basically, I think performance it, though. Big bottle. <laughs> yeah. Everyone was predicting them to go far and be the dark horse, and they, they just couldn't score against Wales. Yeah. yeah, they're not doing well. They're not doing well. They, they're out now. They're pretty much out. They, 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 yeah. need a, they need a big result last game to, to pull anything out of it. Yeah. But what are your thoughts for tonight? What are your thoughts on the... I guess we'll start with Belgium. I, as, long as, as long as Lukaku scores. So, I have... I have a bet on Lukaku. Yeah, go on. I have a bet on Lukaku <laughs> Golden Boot, and the bet is every goal he scores, you get a three pound free bet. So at the moment, I've, I've made six pound on that bet, which I've been able to bet again. So a mobile, <laughs> a last night was like stop scoring. I was like, I didn't want him to score enough one because he's now equal, and obviously Ronaldo's got two as well. Um, so as long as as long as Lukaku puts on a clinic and and you know he's he is unreal he is so underappreciated and in the hobby if we talk if we want to link it into the hobby he's one player I sort of regret not buying any sort of prism color or any of his 2016 Euro cards because yeah he, he's 28 man and he's what 363 goals or 313 goals or something and for like club and country and. He's so underappreciated. He doesn't look at. He doesn't look like he's going to slow. So, for me tonight, I think I think Belgium are probably going to just like continue doing, um, continue doing what they're doing. Obviously, Denmark have lost a, a huge playmaker in Christian Eriksen. So, um, we'll have to see how they deal with that and whether they've recovered mentally from from obviously that shock. And 
you know, the, the world experience. Yeah, now that's what I was saying. I was like, me in in a romantic world, it would be good to see them all like rally together and they've got that yeah. motivation to, I don't know, pull a result, pull a draw or something. But we'll see. Yeah, De- uh, Belgium look really good. Is De Bruyne going to play? Hmm. He doesn't need to. I don't think he needs to. I think Belgium, and obviously... Just rest him. Obviously, I want to sort of give my two, two, two cents because obviously uh, Vincent's, uh, the, you know, the Belgium, the, the home, Belgium, the Belgium yeah. boy. But he talks him down a bit, though, man. He doesn't talk him up. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think he need to risk that at this point. I mean, if if he's fit and he's, he's listed on the bench and, you know, half-time, 60 minutes come around and, you know, if you haven't got a goal over the trailing, then, yeah, sure, bring him on. You know, try and secure that W because you know you win tonight. You pretty much get well. You are going through, so I don't yeah. think you risk him. It's, it's kind of like to me, like Harry Maguire. Like he's there, he's training, he's listed on the bench. But unless we seriously are in, in like you know doubt that we're going to lose the game, like this, I don't think there's any point risking him. Yeah, Good so point. he has uh, he has been training with the group again, Kevin De Bruyne. Um, yeah. But it, it's more likely that we're going to see with Sel than we're going to see Kevin De Bruyne next game. Uh, I think he's gonna bring in um, Witzel maybe last last 15 minutes of the game it's, if it's really necessary. But I don't think we're gonna see Kevin De Bruyne this game yet. Um, uh, Castain is obviously out. He he had a fractured uh, eye socket, yeah. so he's out. So we basically yeah. only have Meunier, Meunier there as a, as a uh, upcoming wing back. We have some plays I can play there as well, like uh, Shadley, but he sucks. We also have Carrasco, but I'm not a big fan of Carrasco either. So um, that was what I was saying before the tournament started. Like, we only need, like, one or two main injuries, and then we're basically out of players to put in certain positions. But, uh, yeah, Kevin Debran is probably not playing. Maybe we'd sell. Um, but, yeah, if we win this game, then we basically... Eden Hazard, big question mark, too. I have no idea. There is nothing written about him. I... I really have no idea. I haven't but... heard one thing about Hazard. I think, I think, Doug, no, one I, think thing. I think Doug makes a good point. UK baller cards. Um, Lukaku started the World Cup with two braces and didn't score again. These to show he's pushed on this time. And completely. I mean, I think the the only thing with like the World Cup and and that sort of comparison is he was in. I think he was in a, a bit of a different light with Manchester United in 2018. I think he wasn't happy with his football at the club level. Um, I think obviously he he's kind of almost like Pogba in a way. That's that what I was just gonna say, yeah. You know, he's like Pogba in a way where he yeah. he didn't want to perform for United or he didn't perform for United, and he, he went to France and did it. He did it perfectly, um, and I feel like this time he was this season at least he was loving his club football. He was scoring left and right, and hopefully that that attitude you know it, it continues through this this event now, and he can continue to push on and fight for that golden boot. Um, I mean, the only the only people rivaling is is like I said last night, Mobile and now Ronaldo. Ronaldo, Bird, that was a crazy game. I, I watched a lot of Senegal last season, and just like Conte, whatever he's done, it's just unlock something in Lukaku where yeah. he just he eats the goal. You know what I mean? Like he, he wants it so badly, and I, I can really see that that's flowing through to this tournament. Um, and this is a good game for him to just continue that form on. I think I think the biggest issue with Lukaku in the first stages is that he he's world class. Like you cannot deny it, he's a world class striker. But you also need world class players around you to because if you start playing against defenses like Italy and defenses like maybe Germany, not really right now, but um, Portugal maybe 
you really need those class players to provide Lukaku with the ball because they play against world-class players. And if, if Kevin De Bruyne has an off day or even even only him, then the production or the, the circulation towards Lukaku drops, which basically means he has to do everything by himself, which, uh, well, it showed, like, even if you're a guy like Lewandowski, you cannot do everything by yourself if the team around you isn't up to your standards. That's why uh, Kevin De Bruyne almost didn't want to re-sign his new contract because it felt like people around him weren't as good as him. Uh, maybe that's just a rumor, but I, I can totally see it. Like, if the production stops or the flow stops towards Lukaku, we're going to struggle score goals against teams like Italy, who are very strong at the back with Chiellini and Bonucci. That was, even at their ages, it's just insane. Yeah, they're um, insane. That Italy, they celebrate after everything. After yeah, any they, great they were, tackle, they like, just start going crazy. I love it. Donnarumma was super hyped. Like, he gave away a, pen, a, a corner kick and he was super hyped. Like, yeah. it's amazing to see. Like, I really like it, though. That, that chemistry and that team. Like, they kept running for nine. They were up 2-0 and they kept running. It was like, stop stop running. But they just they just cannot. It's like, they don't know how to just slow down. It's, 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 like, it's, like, it's not something you say in any... Sorry, say it again? They haven't lost in how many games? 24, 25 games? Yeah. 20, 20 years. Yeah. 28 games. That's, that's crazy. It's not but something you've tough. seen in the Italian team before, the way that they attack from the start to finish. They're so known for being the defensive side. And, and uh, you know, coming off the 2018 disappointment, you know, and they've had to look at themselves and the way that they play football and, and blooding through young players as well. Um, I'm hyped for, for this. Whether they win it or not, I mean, I still think France is probably the better team and probably still the favourite, obviously, to, to win it. Um, but, you know, I wouldn't sleep on Italy either, to be honest. But like you said, they've got to come up against good teams and prove it. Yeah. Do you guys think with this France team that they that the only way they can lose is that they beat it they, they, um, themselves with, like, their egos and, and, like, some players are, like, taking over and, and they want to prove that they can do it on the pitch and stuff like I sometimes feel like they want to take the ball off each other almost it's like oh what, bro, what worried bro, me bro, was, just give um, me the ball Jota Jota and, and Ronaldo that was, that's uh, not working that was not working at all and I hope I hope they play Joao Felix um, I mean I don't know why he's he wasn't even on the well he was on the bench but like didn't get any running time and I don't know I I'm hoping they play Joao. I don't think they should start Jota again for the rest of the nope. Euro. Like, going back to just the original question about France is, I I do think it's you know I think it's going to be the big test for them is going to be if they draw or lose and how they bounce back off that. I feel their resistance to you know the adversity when the you know I think everyone's talking about them being the favourites and the other night although it only ended one 0 against Germany, which you know a good Germany side besides Max Max Hummels and I still. I must have watched that, that Mbappe run 20 times yesterday because how, how does he start 15 yards behind Mats Hummels and end up getting that ball? I, I, it blows my mind. Yeah. Um, I mean, I look at France and you can make a team out of the players that didn't travel and they could still be very competitive in this tournament. Um, that, that team is ridiculous. It shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> it's illegal. Um, <laughs> I, I, I do think I do think the biggest thing for them, as well as like Portugal and, and a few other big sides, is it's I think it's their mentality to losing or, or drawing when when they need it in, in them clinical games, and how they sort of 
um, react to that. Um, you know, it's it's easy it's easy for these players to be good when when they're winning and, and you know look like they're they're all about the country. But when when a lot of these players are winners in, in that France team, um, and I mean you saw Mbappe obviously lose this season with with PSG, didn't win that that title. That's the first one since he came into professional football that he didn't win with in the French league. Um, and I mean he's come out of the gates firing. It's hard to tell with such a small sample size as well against Germany. Um, but I think it's going to be super interesting to see how, you know, they play against Portugal, especially, you know, they both teams are, are looking in great form. Um, obviously the last 10 minutes of that Portugal game sort of saved Portugal. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be their Renato reaction. Renato Sanchez was the key, man. Renato Sanchez was the key. Yeah, Renato is good. He should have started. He, 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 literally, he literally saved that game for Portugal. If it wasn't for Renato Sanchez, that game was still nil-nil. Do you think he's starting or do you think he, his energy coming off the bench is, is important? No, you just have to tell Carvalho to move forward instead of trying to pass the ball lateral or back. I'm not sure what he was doing all game long. Like You need to, you need to provide these forwards. Like you have a guy like Fernandes there, Silva, uh, Jota, Ronaldo. You just have to get the bosses there. And that's what um, the, the way they played in the second half with Renato Sanchez. That's how he plays at his club. But if you have a guy like Carvalho who always turns back and instead of trying to pass forward, he, he just, just does nothing, well, that's never going to that's never going to work. I hope the coach saw it because it was pretty obvious. Mm. Um, is it a super sub? Maybe, but I, I would rather have them go up 2-0 in the first half and sit back in the second to, to save their stamina and strength because it's super hot because basically everywhere they play. Um, so just bring him, uh, just get 2-0 in front, take some players off, get some other players like a Joao Felix, like an Andre Silva, get them some play time. Because when you need them the most and you have to get them off the bench and they haven't played all, all tournaments, it's like it's it's different. So give them some play yeah. time and, and just try to get in front like the first half. I'm, I haven't looked at the stats, but I'm pretty sure like maybe in two or three games, like there was a goal in the first half. There were so many nil-nil draws and like you had some chances, but most teams are like, let's see what happens in the first half. We're not going to give too much away. We're going to try to bombard forward in the second half. But I think if you can close out the game in the first half, like it's pretty much job yeah. done, right? Do you think it's do you think to... you, it, oh, it was a big oh. point we were talking about it, Anth, um, in our last chat about Ronaldo and where he's playing up top and, and whether he might be better served to be playing on the left. I obviously, he's, he's not as young as he used to be. Um, but do you think playing off like an Andre Silva, who's scored so many goals in the league and, you know, you've got Joel Felix coming off the bench as well, potentially in that central striker role. Do you think Ronaldo would be better served on the left-hand side? Um, yeah, or just take him off and let him come on. Like, let, let other that's, players... That's not but, happening. Uh, you can't. Let, no, I know, you but let other, other players do the way for him. <laughs> It's, I, it's, so, it's, it's, it's the same what France did, or, or PSG, I cannot remember. I think it was PSG. They let someone else start, and let Pogba came from the bench. Let's just like the, the guys that are on there, tell them, this is your shot. Like, just take it. And let, the them, let, them, run, let them run all game long, and when they're tired, bring on Mbappé. I think that's the exact same that maybe yeah. a Porto can do. Like, the let Andre Silva, guys that want to play, are eager to perform, let them play. That's minute 75, bring Ronaldo on. Everyone is tired. Uh, he can just do whatever he wants to and just let him score goals. I, the, th the thing with football for me is I feel like 
you're putting out a starting eleven who are going to be your most consistent players, right? Who are, uh, and the thing with why I disagree with that about starting Ronaldo later is, you want somebody who's been in positions in in you know like high intensity games, who's been in certain goal scoring positions, certain positions where he needs to make the correct pass, make the right decision. In, it's like a millisecond game, right? And regardless, you know, Ronaldo's what thirty five, thirty six, and. Regardless of how old he is, he's still so mentally and physically like he, he's the best in the game. You know, I, I feel like you need to have that player, especially at a tournament like this, where and, and a group like he's in, you need to have the player who's going to consistently make the right decision, re- like repeatedly. So I, I asked my friend the question the other day. I was like, World Cup final against France, one-one, ninety-six minute, Portugal get a penalty. Who's taking the penalty, Bruno or Ronaldo? And we both we both agreed in the end it would be Ronaldo because he, he's yeah, done I it. Agree with that. He's done it in bigger games. But you'd probably on current form and, and how good he's been, you'd probably put your money on Bruno less likely to miss a penalty over Ronaldo. And it's such a it's such an interesting debate, but when you look at like the accomplishments Ronaldo's got, it's ridiculous. And and you look at like his goals for club country, you look at his got that Real Madrid stint of how many goals per games he had. Like you, I just feel like if he's if he's physically fit enough to be playing ninety minutes and one hundred and twenty minutes when it gets to knockout stages, you you have to have your best player on the pitch and and yeah okay arguably form wise you're probably going to say Bruno's probably had a better season in terms of you know his role in midfield, you know you've got a lot of good players coming through that Portugal lineup but Ronaldo's done it time and time again and and I think he's proven himself. So whereas I understand what you're saying, Vincent, but it's like. If, yeah, sure. I mean, I know if, it's not possible, but it was like, like yeah. <laughs> never. If, it's never happening. <laughs> if Portugal got a penalty and 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 Bruno missed it, and Ronaldo was on the bench. Everyone's going to be like, "Why yes. was Ronaldo on the bench?" That's what I, I wanted to say. Yeah. I think uh, if you're a Portuguese fan and you're watching it, you'd rather lose on the back of Ronaldo missing than you would on the back of Bruno, because Bruno yeah. people would kill Bruno and the coach <laughs> as well. The coach as well. Yeah, you gotta you, you don't lose without Ronaldo. I, I think Ronaldo disagree misses. with the fact that he was man of the match because he was he wasn't he wasn't man of the match. He did ninety minutes nothing and then scored two goals. And I, I think at, I think man of the match should go to a player that was man of the match, not because he scored two goals, because they could have won with that one nil as well. And look at the relationship right? we've we've had watching Ronaldo from two. I don't like I don't know how many of you guys are watching the the 2004 Euro and, and you know, that, that, that heartbreaking scene. Where, I'm great. You know, I'm great. People, Believe me, I watched it. People, people <laughs> for, for, for crying and stuff like that. So, and, and you see, you see that and you sort of, you can see in ways how that fueled him on to, to want to be better and want to win and, you know, winning the the Nations League and the Euro in 2016. I, I think, I think, you know, he's going to, he's going to want to continue to add to that. I mean, I saw a video the other day of um, like, you know, Messi's never won an international trophy. I don't know how true that is. I don't. I don't really look into Messi too much. And then you've got Ronaldo, and you know, Pet. Um, it's just, it's just ridiculous how, how composed that that man is. And and it, uh, my best friend said something to me the other day. It's like we've lived and we've we're watching Messi and Ronaldo now. Regardless who you like more and who you dislike and who you think is being spoiled, we are watching these guys break record after record after record. This is exactly what he said to me. And we're probably going to continue to watch the next two, three, four generations, however long we live, 
try to compete and chase these records and it not be possible. Like, we are living in such yeah. a ridiculous era of football right now. Um, and we're never going to see, like, two players who are as gifted as these two are. Messi gifted and, and Ronaldo obviously worked so hard for, for, for his for his talent and, and continue to grind. But just going back to the original question, just, just through, you know, you know the five Champions Leagues he's won, the, the Euro, the Nations League, the Premier League, um, all the other domestic trophies he's won in Italy and, and Spain. I just feel like you've got to be starting. You've got to play Ronaldo 90 minutes, whether or not he can mm. or can't. That's, that's the question. Sounds like uh, Tom's the 25k bidder on on that patch auto that you. Uh, have you Tom, have you up. seen this? What's have that? you seen this? Have you seen this? Holy, what's that number to 15? Oh, I, uh, yeah, actually, I think I saw someone post it on their story last night. 25k. Is that a current... eight day current bid? Eight days to go. I won't be surprised if that's like rally or something trying to share ownership, but. Yes, that's a good point. That's I, I'm very surprised about someone trying to share ownership of the card. That's big. That's a big. That the, you know the auction that's going on right now, PWCC ends in eight days. Middle ends technically middle of the euro, but the amount of cards in that auction is ridiculous. We're going through it just before. It's probably like thirty, forty Mbappe rookies. <laughs> I got little, little PSA nine Ronaldo. <laughs> if, anyone, if anyone wants to pay twenty five grand for any of these cards, just let me know. <laughs> for all of them. <laughs> how, how much would you guys pay for that card? How much would you guys pay for that one? It's about four pound fifty. How much you've got in my bank? I've got, I've got, I've got plenty of cards to trade. I've got a whole stack of Marvel cards. If, 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 if <laughs> the seller's interested in trading. I've got a Euro 2004 case stickers if anyone wants that instead. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know what my question will be? After round one, now we've seen every team play. And granted, we've only seen them once. Has your opinion changed on who's going to win it? Oh, yeah, England. 100%. It's coming over. Oh, stop. <laughs> it's coming over. England, low key, might have problems. You don't see Calvin Phillips. He, no way, no way anyone. Ronaldo Sanchez won't have anything on him. He'll, he'll shut the Bruyne down. Mbappe, he'll be pocketed by... Uh, Calvin is... Calvin is going to save Mbappe England. Somewhere. Yeah, Calvin's going to save England. <laughs> I, it's, he's so good. My, he's so good. My, my opinions have changed. So, Italy... As long as they can, they can prove themselves against the, you know a, a big a big team. I think Italy looked ridiculous. I didn't expect them to come out the gates like that. And I was sort of like, when I saw the first team sheet, I was like, why is Chiesa not playing? Like, I want to see Chiesa play because he's like, you know, he's he's up and coming. He's young. He's he's obviously played at Juve with Ronaldo. Um, yeah, true, true. But I, I you know, I, I thought sort of, I wanted to see that. But they super impressed me. Italy did one hundred percent. Belgium. Again, Belgium's like like Doug said, they they start off hot and it's just they just need to go on a run where they consistently can do it. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Obviously, France. This is the obvious one. Portugal didn't look they didn't impress me too much until the last ten minutes. I would probably say Italy. They're probably my like the ones who sort of changed my mind. Who've come into like that top four contention for me. Hmm. So, what do you think? Has your opinion changed? Not really. Um, I I thought that Italy was going to do great, basically. Um, France is still my favorite, 
Germany looked pretty good, but they didn't score. And then Spain was very disappointing. I, I kind of expected that. I'm not sure why everyone was like talking about them because I mean, they have no experience whatsoever. And then losing Ramos. Um, All I'm saying, boys, is if England, not really. could, if England could England. be World Cup second place in 2018, 1-0, without starting Jack Grealish, Jaden Sancho, Marcus Rashford, Harry Maguire, we're winning it. It's coming home. Oh, my it's goodness. It's coming home. Is that the feeling over there? Like, genuinely now? Is get, that the, get him off. Get him off. In the UK, if you come over to the UK, <laughs> if you just get come him over off. to the UK for your own World Cup, and you just you just stayed on holiday for three weeks and went to bars for every England game, I'm pretty sure you'd be an England fan at the end of it. Like, uh, it just crazy. seems like all the... I've watched so much, like, YouTube videos of the the pundits and, and the way the commentators are talking about it, they all unanimously think that this is the, this is, uh, they've got the team. They just need to figure out where, who's going to play where. Does Grealish start? Where's Sterling play? Like, it's all England, England, England. And it, I don't know. I don't know. I don't see no, it. How, I don't see how, it. how can you win a tournament if you don't even know who to start? Up until kickoff in the Croatia game, I didn't think it was coming home. <laughs> it's, that thing, it's that thing, isn't it? It's a sense of you've got, like, regardless of, you know, I, I'm not a big advocate of Southgate. I don't one, one game. I don't think Southgate's the, uh, the, the man to do it. But it, it's a sense of, you know, as soon as the tournament comes around, regardless of the team, regardless of the selection, you can't, you're not going to throw your team under the bus. It's like, it's like no. any, like your Premier League team, right? They have one bad game, you're not going to jump to Chelsea. So, it's a sense of like, although we say it loosely and it's the, the main thing off our tongues when, when we're supporting, it is a case of, right, whatever's picked, we've got to back them now. Like, this is it. This is our time. Get behind the country. Get behind the lads. You know, and, and, and you know, obviously there's a lot of people who don't support the Neil and stuff. We need to support them in whatever they choose to do, um, not just not just the game they're playing. Um, and I think we just need to back them. And, and you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here and say England are the best team at the tournament. I don't. I don't think they are. I think France is ridiculous, and I, I think you know, even even probably Belgium and Portugal probably have our number as well. But I'm 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 going to back back my back country, So I will say this. I will say this. The only game that me and my friends have come together. We actually met at, at my girlfriend's house. All eight of us boys sitting there was for the England game, and yeah. we were excited. And we were like genuinely looking forward to that game just because everyone knows the players, everyone loves the players, everyone wanted to see who's playing, who's what's the formation, what's the the situation there, and it was good. So if England do well, it's good for everyone. Like it, it becomes entertaining. It's um, as it's, it's well like that Croatia game. It was it was sort of like a bit. Of, it was bittersweet to beat them after like I say that 2008. We scored <laughs> so early in 2018. You know, mm. we, we it was so too early. We scored too early, you know. And then obviously Harry Kane not squaring it to Sterling, which would have put us, I think, up two nil. Um, yeah, it was it was bittersweet just to beat them. And and yeah, okay, that that Croatia team isn't the Croatia team it was in 2018. They're obviously aged. They're obviously not as as good as they are. But that Rebic looks class still. Um, but it was just sweet. Mod, for Modric looked class as well. Modric yeah, Mod, Modric is obviously class. What's my front yeah. three? What's yeah. my front three? My front three. Okay, I'm a biggest Rashford fan, um, but I'm gonna say my front three personally is on the left, Grealish, up top, Kane on the right. 
before the tournament, before Croatia, I said Foden, but I feel like Foden needs to play centrally. So I'm going to go on the right, probably probably Jaden Sancho. And then, unfortunately, drop Mount out for Foden, but just behind them, them three. That's probably what I'd say. I hope they play that for the Scotland but, game. I do too. That, the that would be good. There. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Southgate, I mean, to be fair, it's Scotland and it's a big game. So I think he'll play his best, the best 11 he can. I, I don't think Trippier and Walker worked. I think we need to play, play Get Chilwell. Walker off. Walker played short. terribly. The thing with Walker, game. the thing with Walker is he's got so much pace. So he, his starting position doesn't have to be perfect every single time. Um, and obviously, I think what he's trying to do is what sort of city do. Yeah, I think he's trying to have like the three or four captains of a team. So he's trying to have like Raheem Sterling, Harry Kane. Um, Kyle Walker and Jordan Pickford, I think, and then obviously Maguire. I think they're trying to have, you know, I like City. You've got Fernandinho, Gundogan, um, De Bruyne, Sterling, and who's the other one? I can't remember the uh, Walker. I think I don't know. They try. I think they try to do that same sort of strategy: is deploy like five captains on the team for experience, and then have like the youth in between them. Personally, I'm starting Bellingham as well. I love Bellingham. Starting Bellingham. Who do you I'm put for Bellingham? Who do you take off for Bellingham? Um, Kane, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> obviously. But, I mean, I, before, again, before the Croatia game, I'd have said Calvin Phillips, but he had a phenomenal Don't say game, it. So Don't you dare say it. It's going to be it's gonna be Mason Mount for me, but he's got a, Southgate's got a soft spot for Mason Mount. So, it's not going to Do you see a world game. where Southgate doesn't start Phillips next game? No. Um, Oh yes, it's sound, it's <laughs> Yes, only if Henderson's fully fit. And I, I personally, I'm probably still starting Phillips over Henderson. But again, Southgate's going to want that that experience mixed amongst the um, the, the youth of the team. It's just going to go through. That's why I think, even though off the back of Sterling's poor season, he's starting Sterling over the likes of Grealish and, and Rashford because he wants experience in the team and and. That's that's just I think what it comes down to. All right. Yeah. We'll um, we're not we're gonna have to do this again. Oh, absolutely. Throughout the absolutely. Uh, what time is it, it for you boys? Where are you from, Azura? We're we me and Anthony both from from Australia. Yeah, Australia. Okay. So, so it's, it's just coming on nine o'clock at nine at the Nine p.m. Okay. So we're two I hours away from the game. Nearly one one p.m. for you, right? Vincent is nearly 12. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, almost one. So you got the yeah, same guys, roughly. Let's, let's, let's do some predictions for this uh for this uh, for these three games. Okay. Take take it away. Ukraine Mas North Macedonia. North Macedonia 2 0. You're sick. <laughs> You're sick. <laughs> hundred. Hundred to school, both of them. Are are you drunk already, Tom? No, I'm standing by it. North Macedonia underrated. <laughs> yeah, so North Macedonia 2 0. I'm going to say 2 0 in favor of Ukraine. I'm going to okay. go with Vincent. I'm going to say 2 0 as well. Yeah, two I'm, nil the same. I'm the same. I think that's a, that's a 2 0 victory for the Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we've got Denmark, Denmark Belgium. What are you, Dix? Belgium, Denmark. 3 1 Belgium. Good. Um, 2 0 Belgium. 
I want to be different. I said I said before I'm the romantic. I want to I want to say one or draw. Okay. Okay. That's that's very optimistic though. Don't get me wrong. If I'm betting, if I'm putting money up, I'm gonna go three nil Belgium. Three nil Belgium. Okay. Yeah, I don't see I don't see Denmark scoring at all. To be honest, so, um, I think that's a two nil win to to Belgium. I think. And I the, uh, the final game, it. I can already see it. Denmark score a goal, runs up to the camera, pulls his shirt up. Christian yes. Eriksen on it. <laughs> I can see it. It's, it's also Lukaku, Lukaku, Lukaku can do that. Lukaku well. is going to do that. It's only Denmark scoring for that. Lukaku will do it. True. Tom, true. you say it's scripted. You said it's scripted. I say it's, already scripted. <laughs> it's already scripted out there. Denmark got first goal scorer. And then... Do it. Can any instant of that. And uh, Netherlands, Austria. Oh, I'm going to say 1 1. Mmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm probably gonna go like. What do we think of the Netherlands side, though? Right, just just a quick take. I think Wanyalem's still a baller, even though he's gone on a free. Pretty much, I think he's going to PSG. I think the pie again. If, anyone who can sign those two on a free, I think it'll probably end up being PSG signing both of them on a free. Is ridiculous. Um, I'm probably gonna say one nil Netherlands on that one. On the Netherlands, I think they need too many opportunities and chances to score a goal. Dem Dumfries looked good all game long, but he only scored one goal. He should have scored like three. Um, and if it if the pipe doesn't play good, then the whole team doesn't play well. Like they're really reliant on the pipe. Like, just look at how many goals he scored for them in the last fifteen games. It's kind of ridiculous how much they rely on him. It's a bit like Belgium and Lukaku, I guess. Um, yeah. But I feel I feel like they. They have some. They have some good players, but overall, I think they're. It's gonna take some time before they go back to Van Bastekraf, whatever times. Um, but no, I, I don't really like them. It's always fun to watch these games because you know they they can score and they, you know they they're gonna concede as well. Um, but as a team in the, in the tournament, I think it's a bit too early. I'm gonna yeah, say. I'm gonna say two one. Netherlands. I think it'll be like exactly what you said. It'll be a lot of excitement back and forth. And I, I, yeah. I, I see both teams. Both teams to score is a good bet on that one. I'd yeah, I think so. have, have a look at what, what that's paying. Do we know Delit's back? No, he's not playing. I don't think he's playing. Okay. I think that's a big factor. Yeah, I, I'm not sure though, but I don't think he's playing. And Arnatovic, he's suspended for Austria. Mm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. Dave uh, Oliver's going to scream on in. <laughs> they tried too hard to pass through Alaba. They were they kept feeding Alaba, and they tried to make Alaba the the playmaker. Oh, I feel like it would have suited them better. Just let Alaba play as per, and then <coughs> you know what's pass the, around a bit more. What's it looking like in Australia right now with COVID? You got? Can you guys fly out anywhere, or is it like all trapped? I'm random. We, <laughs> we, we we can't fly anywhere. Okay. So, so we you're... we're like isolated, literally on the island hey, type of thing. I might come and work in Australia now that the trade deal's gone through. I don't have to work on a farm for six months. <laughs> Bro, I might come over. For real? There. Yeah, but come. Yeah, the, the the UK Australia trade deal went through yesterday, and um, they stopped the whole. So if we ever wanted to go over there and work, this is off topic, but. We ever wanted to go over there and sort of work for our visa. We had to work on a farm for like six months, I believe. And then you had to like work your way up and go to a bar. But now they've, they've changed it. So 
you can get your visa a lot easier and you can work anywhere. Like, you can apply for anything. So that that would be pretty dope for, for UK people trying to, trying to like, wow. like, experience Australian stuff. But the reason I asked is because the Nationals at the end of July, and I was wondering if any of you boys were flying out to the Nationals. We can't. I've considered it, but we you just can't. Like You, you just can't fly there. I'm, I'm the, the cost for... of tickets are ridiculous. Like I think to yeah. Europe it's eight grand. And wow, we have to isolate on the way back. Yeah, you have so... to wait fourteen days on the way back. It's it's too much of a hassle. It's it's way yeah, too right, much right. of a hassle. Yeah, I'm planning... a, t- a flight a flight ticket eight grand. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. it's crazy. It's crazy. Is crazy. Interstate is fine. Interstate, like I can travel and visit Melbourne now. Melbourne had a bit of a scare last month. They locked down for a bit. I can go to Melbourne. I'm thinking of going to Melbourne start of July, maybe, because um, I'm from Sydney. But out of countries, like yeah, it's I mean, I'm I'm trying to go to a national, and I'm I'm literally banking on um, US being added to the green list in the next couple of weeks, so I can fly out. But it'd be it's crazy because obviously COVID's restricted a lot. But it'd be it'd be crazy at a time when everyone like can fly out to the same event. I think it will probably be next year's national as long as COVID's obviously all, all done yeah. in the past. It'll be insane if everyone like, you know, from, you know, different different walks of this hobby could, could be at the same event and, and we could just all hang out and have a beer and and just um just meet hundred percent. That'd be super good. good. Yeah. It was good to see Hungary with the uh, sixty six thousand in the stands. But Hungary uh, Hungary are the same team. They need the bloke in the trousers back in net. They need him back <laughs> yeah, get him back. We'll win everything. Yeah, true. Well, no, it was. It was super. Um, it's. It was insane to see a full state. I the first thing I said when I when I turned the game, I was like, how, how many people are allowed there? Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, Has it's anyone crazy. actually watched one game of the Copa America? I watched mm-hmm. half because that's because that's also going on with you guys, like, you know, Neymar and Messi. You have go, some good go, players. Go. Goats don't play in South America. <laughs> play in Europe. That's that's on at a better time for us than in the, the the Euro is. The Euro is in at eleven, two a.m. and five a.m. and then the Copa America is yes. on about like eight thirty nine a.m., which is like a much better time. Who's your favorite um, American football player right now? American, like not South America. We're talking straight up American. Yeah, like. There's only one. I, there's only one that can make that. I have crowd. to say him. I have to say Dest. Dest. No, what you want Just to say? Based... It's, it's this guy, Brendan Aronson. <laughs> Brendan Aronson. I have what? no idea who that is. Straight up. You don't know who Brendan Aronson is? He scored in no. the semi-final. I'll look him up, but Brendan Aronson <laughs> not... for Leipzig. I'm not up to date with my this American. Is, this is Parkside Collectibles. This is like a um, up-and-coming like. Um, like manufacturer for cards, they, they do this thing called Founders Choice. They, they release these cards at um, like a twenty dollars each, but there's only a hundred of them. And this is the second one they ever made. Was Brendan Aronson? Um, he's literally twenty-one years old. Twenty. Um, yeah. Oh, this is like for Salzburg. Would, yeah. This is what you would call his like. This is what you would call his rookie. His rookie autograph. His first ever autograph. So there's only one. Look at the center and on the back. Look how bad. <laughs> the true goats. I gotta cover up half the screen. The, the boys that I do. Of goats. I do the, oh I'm just waiting. I'm just the, the gods amongst men. I'm just saving <laughs> the free worlds. Right here. 
Shout out to uh, the boys that do the Crunch, Crunch Time podcast with Lukey, Saucy, and Doma. I absolutely hate Pulisic. Like, Me I too, just bro. can't Me stand too. him at all. At I, think all. Vin, I think Vincent would if he didn't play for Chelsea. <laughs> what? Oh, just... I think you'd hate him if he didn't play for Chelsea. Bro. If you, you know, you know, just just as a reaction of of the hobby, just that's turned me off even more than anything. That, you know? I said this every time, every single time. Pulisic comes <laughs> on and does something. I say to my best mate, I can't. I don't even want to open Instagram because it's just Pulisic everywhere. He's a go. And all that. Uh, nah, dude, I have but, to. Uh, I have to watch your episode, then, man. I have to watch your episode. I fucking hate Pulisic. I, saw, I, can, I cannot stand him. I hate him. I don't. I don't want him. I don't need. You can have him for free. Whatever team saw, you, just, you just take him. Just take him. I saw something on Twitter yesterday about um, someone saying that I would give were, you money to take him. They were told that Pulisic is going to be the next like um, Messi or something. And then Colin Coward, like, yes. The, I, the, I think the, Tyler one, replied to it. So. Yeah. Oh, it was just... Colin Coward, <laughs> who's like the big time... He's huge in NBA, like a uh, presenter. Yeah. I think he's on ESPN or whatever, one of the big stations. And he goes, if they had a team full of Pulisic, they, they would win the World Cup. Yeah. I was just like, bro. And but, Doma brought that to my head. Double coverage were all over. I gave him lemon of the week, but... That is just <laughs> nah, man. Man, and after they won that gold cup, the US, it yeah. was like next stop, World Cup. They're like, yeah. get out of here! Just get out of here. <laughs> it was just a joke, an absolute joke. Can't, can't wait for North Macedonia to smash him in the first round of the World Cup. Straight yeah, up, they still didn't qualify up. though. They still well, they are like Jamaica or something. They should. They should. It's my sneaky play for US. My sneaky play for US is Caden Clark. Um, yeah, yeah, old chicken. A lot of people, a lot of people um, rate him. A lot of people think that he's a good player. I, I didn't, I didn't know about him too much, and I thought he was just some MLS guy. But I saw a lot of highlights of his, and I just thought, wow, like he, he's got a bright future ahead of him. Obviously, a few things have to go right, but um, I've picked up a few of his cheap rookies just in case. We'll see. Yeah, I'll show you a few more cards before. I don't know what you guys are planning on doing if you plan on going soon or what, but how many? Ant was about to jump into another podcast. I was about to, but the boys were like, "How many of you guys have a autographed four out of ten Jackass Stevo memorabilia card?" Upper deck. Upper deck. I don't know why I bought it. I regretted it. Ansu Fatty nine five true gem twenty out of thirty five. Immaculate Mbappe, look at that beast. PSA nine, that's beautiful. Love it. Ronaldo Kaboom, look at that beast. PSA nice. nine. This is my favorite card ever. Someone wanted to buy it off me, but I don't think I can part with it. On card auto, Marcus Rashford. I saw that. National Treasures PSA nine, pop one, and I got my baby back. I got my boy back. Hey. I got my bit, my nine. Any offer? Hey, you know what? This would be an interesting time. Like we're both holding big Mbappe cards. Any yeah. anyone reached out? Bro, did you not see what the PSA nine went for? Uh, the BGS nine went for recently. What? It went a BGS nine went for twenty nine hundred. What silver? No, the purple refractor. Purple. 
Oh BGS nine went for like twenty nine hundred like a few days ago. I think it was that's like tough. four four thousand dollars. I think it was. So, but that's obviously BGS nine and whatnot. But I, I, the guy, the guy who I'm potentially flying to America to work for, he has a silver PSA ten Mbappe, and he said he won't sell that until it reaches twenty k. So that gives me confidence because he's been in the hobby a lot longer than I have. And if he said if he thinks a silver is going to reach twenty k one day. As long as it continues to perform, I'm obviously backing that the BGS 10 purple is going to be purple. More, way more than that. So Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that's that's basically – I took it to a card show here. We had a card show down in Sydney, and I listed it for like 25. And I, I couldn't, I I couldn't let it go. for. I, I, I'd rather just sit on it for five or ten years before letting yeah. it go for what I bought it for. Or like 10K. Yeah. 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 Facts. But like, yo, yeah, if, if you guys, I don't know if you guys want any of you guys run like an official podcast or something, but um, we should do, we should, we should think about setting something like that up. I mean, I know I said with me and Vincent we we're gonna do it last year. Obviously, recently I had obviously everything with my dad passing and stuff, so I've been off the scene. Um, but just just talk about this. I think it, it creates it creates good content. Let alone obviously people who can just tune in live and stuff. I think it's good for them if they wanted to just like listen to something during the day, but. Um, it'd be it'd be good to have like a, 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 a like some sort of podcast where there's like a mix of us from different like walks of life and stuff. I think that'd be super dope. I agree with that. I think yeah, I mean, like, we're doing this. We're doing this every day of uh, of the Euros, yeah. and I think the more and more that we're doing it, the more and more we're seeing like people's responses to it that are yeah. really really positive. A lot of people want to come on to the show as well, so um, I can see it leading to something you know, bigger, yeah. that, that we could definitely collaborate together for something. I, I really like the thought of that. There's, so there's so much football. In there's so much football in the next two years. There's, yeah. There's definitely something you can do with it. For sure. I think, sure. I think we'll have to, we'll tee something up. I think we'll speak and, and off, yeah. off camera and, and work something out. But I've always liked that thought. Like all of us, there's so many, uh, Australia now, like we've got so many content creators. I want to working so well together and then now it's time like we can all branch out and work you know all parts had, of the world i had this plan with Slabstock when i was when i was doing the Slabstock stuff with them and i never i never got to pitch it to adam uh to aaron sorry sorry but um i wanted to do i don't know if you ever seen uh it's like a gaming podcast called the scuffed podcast and there's literally like i think it, there's like 10 or 15 creators in the podcast and they literally just all sit there and talk and I thought it'd be super cool if we live stream something like that, where there's like a bunch of different guys who can pop in and out when they want and ask questions, and we can just talk about it as a like like a bigger bigger sort of uh, podcast slash community. I think that I think that could be really interesting, like a a bigger bigger like a a bigger group discussion than just like three or four people. If that makes sense. I agree with that. That'd be yeah. very good. But yeah, I think I think there's there's definitely something some space for it. I think I think as well. I've seen a lot of content creators sort of taper off as well, and I think part of that's part of it for the hobby is like why why the hobby sort of slowed a little bit. I think we was content creators are what keep people engaged. So. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, they're the ones people turn to to see the cool car, like the Rashford or patch order. You, know, yeah. you don't see that every day. It doesn't get listed on eBay every day. So people want to see that. People want to hear like. Vincent's predictions on because they know they're going to pan out. Like they're just, Every it's time. true. It's true. 
What are your predictions on Ansu Fati, Vincent? <laughs> I paid nine hundred dollars for this, and then boom, he got to go for surgery. I sold, I sold all my fatties before. Um, Bro, nobody uh, next year. I, I know my grades weren't great on the PSA fatties, but nobody hit me up about fatty at all. I think it's it's like he's, he's surely talented because I mean he, he plays at Barca, so he has to have something. But I mean, God knows what's going to happen to him, man. I mean, letting do the, in the Euros. What it's gonna be is plays at Barca next season with all these young other guys coming in, because I, I can see the pie go to um, Barca as well, maybe. So where where leaves plays that for Fatty? I don't know, maybe on the bench, or he has to get loaned out or sold to another club. Like who wants that guy that is 18 and had like three or four knee surgeries? Like he's talented, but how much can you rely on? Yeah, yeah. You guys, you guys need to jump off. I'm I'm all right. I, I was supposed to do a podcast with my my other good friends the and the crunch time, but they were messaging me privately. They're like, "Look, it, it's good. They're enjoying this. They're in this chat now." So oh, okay, okay. They they Shout gave me the blessing. Guys. Yeah, they gave me the blessing <laughs> to stay on. They're enjoying it. Okay. Shout out to them. Love them. But Austra- yeah. tell us about Australia's national team. What's going on with them? Are they, are they oh, like playing it? cricket right now or? <laughs> Oh. Padel, they're probably playing we, Padel. We did. I think we drew the other day. We're playing right now. We're playing. Um, yeah, but we're we're playing some terrible sides like Jordan. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know who else. Like we're, we're playing the Asian division. And does, uh, um, does Tim Cahill still play for you guys? Nah, he's done. <laughs> he's gone. We should he's get him back. We should I get think him the on golden here. generation of Australian football has kind of gone by the wayside a little bit. Like the Batukas, Hill. Cahill, you know, that there was that yeah. 2006 World Cup where it all came together. Um, and for whatever reason, the the league hasn't really produced all that much. You know, that there's the only real player playing in, in the Prem that's any decent is, is Ryan in goals um, for Arsenal, uh, you know, when he gets on. So, I don't know. I, I don't think there's enough players playing in really good teams to say that we're... You know, we've got really good prospects coming up. Like, you know, as much as we bag US, they've got a really good players playing in top team. So they are understandably excited. Um, we're a little bit more subdued, I'd say. What do you reckon, Ed? Yeah, we're not ready to, to say it's coming home. We're, we're not way off that. <laughs> don't think we are, but we, yeah. we still do. We still do. It's... um. Yeah, it was. I mean, you just flash back to when uh, when Cahill scored that goal for Australia and he went over to the to the corner yeah, flag. The punches. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, uh, yeah. And even for Everton, like he was, I, I still, I still can't believe his vertical leap. I can't believe how high he used to be able to jump. He's like, a legend. A he is. Did you see that goal that he scored against Netherlands um, in? I think it was 2010 World Cup. If you go back and have a look at that one, I reckon it's one of the best goals we've ever seen. Oh, in is that the is that the volley? That's the the cross from like halfway, and then the volley that he hits and he smashes yeah. it just under the net. That was Incredible. opening day, I think. Yeah, yeah. opening day. Yeah, yeah. That's two thousand ten. Of course, we're serious. My biggest rant, which I'm. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, got we have a we have a problem with the way the sport is run here. Like, it's very political. I'm sure it is the same all over the world, but when, you, when you're when you in the 
space type of thing. And I'm not in the space, but but um, Doma is who the co-host on like double coverage. He actively isn't in that space, and he's always saying like the way it's run, the the groundworks is it's too political. You can't really rise up, and they don't push soccer enough here. They really it's don't. very like, costly too- as well. Like, to be part yeah. of a, a good side, you, you need to pay like three grand a season for your kid to to play in a in a good team. And like a, a lot of the really good players come from lower social, de- you know, demographic, you know, that, and are striving for better things. And if that's what they need to face, a three thousand uh, dollars, you know, when the parents are struggling to put food on the table, it's not it's not happening. So yeah, that's our that's our great hope. We got we got this guy. <laughs> This is <laughs> you know him? Daniel Azani. He was playing no, twenty eight World man. Cup. He he was our like shining star and I actually went to school with him. He was a couple of years younger than me. And um they played him against France, which was big. Like on the pitch against Mbappe. He was him and Mbappe were the two youngest players in last World Cup. I'll tell you who's now number one hope, uh Chelsea player, Sam Kerr. Oh, we kill it. With the the girls kill it. The girls are unreal. Actual great team. She she, but, she could even win golden ball. You know, like yeah. she's she's a great great striker. I don't know about that. Vivian Vivian Medimo, she'll have something to say about. It. She is a beast, by the way. She's good as well. She's I good as well. Her, I bought her Fatara mythical card. Didn't know who. Oh, we're missing women's football now. Yeah, bro. I, I bought the card and I was like, I didn't have a clue who she was. And then I was like, I went on YouTube and I saw like all the highlights. And I was like, wow. The, the funny thing about this, I bought the card and there was, because they only released, they only released six of them. Um, there's five of them are number to five, and then there's a one of one, and I got the one of one. Gee. Wow. 24 karat gold. Nice card. I mean, it's a beautiful looking card. I might grade it. The thick, thicker cards are hard to grade, though. If it's Women's. a one-on-one, why would you bother? Women's football. Just to flex. <laughs> <laughs> Mass Luongo for QPR. Yeah, he was he was good. He had opportunity to be a good player. Kind of <laughs> not consistent enough, I would say. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I, I think women's football is going to grow a lot. I think it's going to grow a lot. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I can see it happening. I think as... Yeah, in five to ten years' time. They've got to have a plan. They've got to action it properly then. Do you reckon they should... Uh, it's controversial chat, but do you think they should earn as much as men? Um, no. <laughs> they should earn more. They should earn more, but not as much as men. No. You just got to go off. I think... I, I'm very much... Is it Megan Rapone or something? Rapine from... Uh, yeah, America? yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm messing about, but um, she she said the same thing, and I, I agreed with her. And it's it's not me trying to be like you know edgy or anything. Like I, I do generally just agree with what she said. If if you're bringing in if 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 the say the US men's team are bringing in you know 10 million viewers every game they play, and the women's the women's team are only bringing in a million, should, does that does that mean that the the women should receive an equal amount? because of the men's success. I don't think they should. I think they should re- receive... I think there should be a minimum, which they should receive, and that should be the same for both men and women. But I feel like it should be sort of 
Um, and then this this is really only for I guess you could only say for international team. But I think it should be very like performance enhanced. Okay, if the men's team are bringing in all the promotion, um, they should get at least a percent, a higher percentage of what they, the, you know, they're bringing in, and and obviously, um, the women should it should just be relative to what what I think they do in, in it for the sport and for for it. Like I just I don't know. You're not I agree gonna, with that. I think the U.S. women's team is sort of an interesting one because I think they will sell out stadiums. But like for instance, like I don't know. Arsenal's men's team are selling out the Emirates every game. Are the Arsenal's women's team doing that? I, I don't think no. they are. So, and and it's it's such a very it's such a hard a hard topic to talk about without seeming seeming like biased because obviously I'm I'm a male and everything. But I, I do think there needs to be sort of I think that's the fair way to do it. Is okay if if the Arsenal's women are selling out the Emirates every game, then yeah, they should be getting probably the same the same as um as as sort of as Arsenal. And I think I think it should be the same for bonuses as well. If Arsenal, if Arsenal are getting a bonus for making Europa League or Champions League, or they win the league, they get a huge bonus. I think it should be the same for the women. I think the the bonus, the bonuses for for them sort of attributes should coincide with what the men are getting paid. So if they win the if they win the women's Super League, if Arsenal are going to get like I don't know a five million bonus per player, I don't know what it would be. The the women yeah. could get a five five million bonus for winning the Super League, or or obviously bring it down a percentage of. There's only like 14 teams in the women's Super League, whereas there was 20 in the Prem or something. So, I think I think bonuses and and anything like that, like performance indicators, should all be the same. But like obviously, if you if you're going off the back of viewership and and wages, it should be it should be relevant and there should be a minimum baseline for both men and women, which is equal. Um, and then obviously, it, it's it's like saying you know Lionel Messi's on ridiculous money, you know should um, I don't know who's or yeah, or uh, or even like you know Christian Pulisic be on the same amount of him because it should be equal because you know he's plays in the top tier. Uh, it's just there's so many different like yeah. ways you can look at it. Um, but like I say, the, the U.S. women's team sort of a bad example because I think they're probably more likely to outsell the men in terms of a stadium than than, than the other way. Personally, mm. agree with that. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting one. It's very interesting. It's. I personally think that they should, you know, be exactly what you said. You know, if they if they generate the income, they should be paid accordingly. But yeah. I think at this very moment, um, the way the women's game is going, I think they should spend a lot more and worry more about uh, spending marketing and promoting yeah. the game as much as possible, right? Because that will eventually lead to more money being filtered down. In my opinion, that would be the way to do it. Instead of worrying about them um, getting paid, I'm just you know, right. Didn't you know, know, Ryan is, yeah. you, know a good, you know a good example, a really good example, Serena Williams. Look, like yeah. she did it all for herself. Like, yeah, okay, she's a dominant force, and and she is like ridiculous at her sport. But like, they didn't hand it her because it needs to be equal. She earned that. Do you know what I mean? She she built her brand. She built her name by beating everyone and being so dominant, just like Tiger Woods did almost in golf and, and all that. And I feel like... But she plays one less set. <laughs> well, well, you know. I'm just being controversial. <laughs> <laughs> I, you're right. It's, it's a good point. But, like, but I feel like, I feel like you, you know, you look at like what she did for, for her sport and, 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 you know, the female's game. She done it. She done it all on her own. She didn't need to 
sort of piggyback off the back of the men and, and ex- she didn't expect more because of what the men were doing in, for the sport. She just paid their own way. And I feel like eventually that's what the, the females like soccer will do, like football will do. She'll, they'll, they'll pay their own way. Um, and yeah, okay, you can be associated through club, but at the end of the day, if, 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 you know, if there's rivalries which are created through Women's Super League, people are going to watch that. I mean, I don't know if you remember seeing the Arsenal, the Arsenal-Tottenham Hotspur females game. Like, it, it was packed. It was, White Hart Lane was packed. Um, or whatever the new stadium was called. It was, it was like, absolutely rammed because it was like, it's Tottenham-Arsenal and, and them rivalries are, are just notorious, so. Didn't the uh, women's teams um, sign a contract that put them in this position? I thought, I thought, I mean, because there's always like uh, women should earn more and stuff like that. But wasn't it the women teams that signed a contract back in 2018 or after 2018 that put them in this place for the, in the first place? I, I I can remember reading something on it. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like if that's something, that's probably the contract the Super League offered everybody. Maybe that was equal pay for. Maybe that was like equal pay for for every single like you know every player in the Super League. Maybe uh, I don't. I didn't read anything about that, so I'm, I'm a bit bit uneducated on that. Yeah, I, I can remember reading something on that that they because there's always like yeah, but they they need to get paid more, and then the Ripno girl always. Is the loudest, but I think I think reading something about it that was going off about why it actually is like that, because a lot of women were mad at her because she makes probably the most out of the girls, probably because she's mm-hmm. this figure. But I can I, I have to look it up. I'm not gonna just put stuff out there that's not true. But I can remember reading something on it. Every single time I look at Ansu Fati's date of birth, it makes me sick. Two thousand and two. Anything that has two thousand and makes yeah, sense. bro. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. What are you guys buying right uh, now? If, if, if anything, Calvin Phillips. Really? Prism? <laughs> yeah. Straight Calvin up. Phillips Prism. Okay. No, actually, Immaculate. If I'm going to be honest. Okay. Immaculate sells. Well, look, you showed the what was that? The Mbappe Immaculate. Like Alex Morgan. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Alex Morgan. Sorry, sorry. Uh, sorry. Calvin Calvin Phillips is is the guy. I think it, as the tournament progresses, it'll it'll just keep going up. After the tournament, he's going to go to a bigger club. I can see that happening. Yeah, I'm trying Who's to that? get that. Mbappe, Mbappe, goat number as well. Twenty three, twenty three of six. See, I'm trying. I'm trying to get that for Calvin, which so, is my. I'm not buying anything right now. I'm You're selling. I'm selling a lot because, um, like I say, I've got a job offer with US Soccer Breaks and my boy Austin to work with him wow. in America. So the end of July, that's what I'm planning is to go to the national, travel back to Georgia with him. But because I'll be, I'll be on a tourist visa, I won't be, I won't be on like a working permit visa. So I have to, I, I t- I'm not allowed to work if that makes sense in the US. So I'm going over there to basically try and file with a lawyer my working visa so i need to sell a lot of my stuff right now to give me enough enough like money to sort of back myself for the next six months while i'm over there and then and then obviously be able to process with the with the visa and stuff and, and get that all paid for and boxed off um it's going to take a long time it's not going to be like a six month thing it's probably going to be like more of a year to 18 months but 
That's my plan. I'm gonna fly over. I'm gonna fly over there, take some cards with me, make some cash in hand. So I've got some cash just to spend and, and stuff. All expenses are paid for with Austin. Like super, super generous of him. But um, that's why I'm. Can you tell right us now. a bit of like what what's the what the job is like a, a rough? Yeah, it's, it's all card related. It's all it's gonna be a bit of everything. You know, grading stuff, selling stuff on his eBay. Uh, well, for his eBay store. Um, potentially breaking some products, being being involved in your soccer break breaks, is, it's a bit of everything. Um, Interesting. He just needs—he's so busy himself. He just needs someone to do all that stuff for him. Um, so, luckily, me and that him means he doesn't—he uh, doesn't have to ship all the PSA subs back to the UK. Huh? Exactly, bro. Exactly. Yeah. That's that was the pain. I, I didn't. Luckily, I didn't even put insurance. I put two. I, I declared for all them hundred and six plus slabs. Two hundred and fifty dollars. So if it went missing, it was I was I lost I lost this bad boy. I would have lost the the Mbappe, which is worth like I mean one sold for eighteen k. So <laughs> risky, risky, risky. But I, so I was going to ask you as well. Like you, you did a, a big video on tops now, um, and and the profit margins you make on that. Just wondering if you're getting in on uh, Panini Instant. When did I do that video? Oh, like, for slab stocks. No, no, sorry. Um, Vincent, Vincent. Oh, okay, okay, sorry, my bad. You did that big video on Tops Now and the profit margin on it. Just want to see yeah. if you saw a similar play with uh, Panini instead. So we're talking about that a little bit earlier. I'm not sure because when I made that video, the, the market was pretty hot. Like everything was yeah. selling. I'm not sure if that's if they bring out a new card of Dubs now of a very young player and RC, whatever, it's going to be the same. Like, the condition of the market is more important than a tournament or a player. Like, you can have the best player, but if there is no money in the in the market going around, then it shouldn't really matter. I think the, the, the Dallas card show was a perfect example of that. Everyone was willing to trade, but there was no cash. No one had cash. It was all trades. Uh, and yeah. I think that shows that the market is like, everyone needs cash, but no one has cash or is willing to spend cash. Um, and I think it's it's the same now. I mean, it can be an interesting an interesting uh, series. I actually haven't looked into it. I, I've seen it like uh, flowing about on, on Instagram, but I haven't really looked into it. But um, I don't know, because now at first it stopped at tops now, now it's instant, then, then it's... I, I don't know, black, then it's white. I don't, they just changed the name, but it's basically the exact same. So I'm not yeah. sure. Uh, I guess they want to make it more interesting or sound new, but I, I, I don't know. I, I, have to, I have to look into it. The margins are going to be probably less because the, the, the prices came down. So I'm not, I'm not sure I have to look into it, but it's not, it's not for me. It's like too speculative. I, I keep buying vintage cards and, and vintage players and, uh, I'm not really involved in that modern flipping and hoping that my player does well type of stuff. I mean, it's interesting. You can make a lot of money, uh, but for me, from from uh, from Europe, it's it's hard to like because you have to ship and it takes a week to get to the states if you're lucky, and then it has to put in your account, and then it sometimes it takes like one week or two weeks before it's even in your account in the states to be actually be able to flip it. Um, Cause that's I mean I cannot even sometimes not make videos about my cards because then I have to ship it back home and risk losing it then I have to ship it back to sell so it's not even worth shipping back and forth so for me the you're using games, uh, ship my cards hard. yeah 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 so oh, I've got like an interesting topic and I've spoken to this a, a couple of times about about this current like 
it's 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 it's, it's integrated into what you're talking about. So this current market, the state of this current market right now, where like you say, a lot of people are trying to trade because cash isn't like pushing a lot of these deals. Do you think a lot of this is due to PSA closing? Because, or, or do you think it's because PSA closed and all the slabs are now getting released back into the market? Because obviously people are being tied up, I think, with having to pay, like, like for instance, me, I had to pay like $2,700 just to get all these slabs back. So that ties a lot of my cash up until I can sell this stuff in and obviously regenerate some, some, some money to either put into the hobby or, or do something else with. So I, I sort of was under the impression, I feel like the market is sort of stale right now. Is I, I think personally it's because PSA are actually closed. Um, I think that's what's driving a lot of the prices down because I feel like, for, in a weird way, I feel like people don't want to pay $350 for one card when they can wait until PSA reopens and potentially, I think there's been leaks and rumours that it might be $50 a card just for the bulk 50, service. Yeah. So why would you want to grade one card when you could you know, try and send it off the first day PSA open and grade seven cards for the, for the price of one, if that makes sense? Um, but it, it's I think it's a bit of everything. Everyone it's, has different think... opinions, and I, I love hearing different opinions because I personally yeah. think the reason the market is so low is because PSA closed. I feel like if PSA wouldn't have shut their doors and you know started to grade everything as fast as they have, I feel like the market would have continued on like an upward trajectory because PSA are the standard. And I think that's the reason, I think you and me, Anthony, we talked about in the DM the other day of how many nines I got is because PSA are starting to realise all these cards are coming through. If we start throwing out a 40 to 50% gem rate for every single submission, our product, like the PSA name and the PSA standard is just going to drop and drop and drop. Like people are just going to not see the value in, in the slab anymore um, because, you know, you can just, they're going to think you can just send a, a base and Mbappe in with a hundred of them and get, you know, 50, 50 tenths. Um, so I, I think there's so many different variables, but I, I feel like part of the reason is because PSA closed the market sort of dipped right now. It's, uh, I, I've said this. I said, I mean, I wanted to make a clip of it. I said it on crunch time as well. It's, it's like they pulled the rug. Like everyone, it was so hot. And then prism NBA release week, they, they closed. Uh, surprise clothes as well. They pulled the rug and everyone's like, all right, what do we do with our cards now? It also stops people that are new to the hobby from having a place to send their cards because everyone yeah. wants PSA slabs. I've got all these friends that and recently I started doing breaks for them um, just like privately and they've got all these cards now that they want to get graded but they can't get graded. They don't want to grade with anyone else. They just want PSA. So they're waiting for PSA to open. I think once it opens, then you've got that element of looking forward to something coming back. Like, yeah, if you're in that, that keeps you involved in the hobby as well. Right now, all these people, they, they don't have anything to submit. They're not looking forward to anything coming back. And it kind of like makes for less excitement. Like people are always excited to get their cards back. I know I am. Like I'm still waiting for my September, October, December submission. That's what keeps me involved. Yeah. If I had nothing to look forward to, then what am I really like? Have to go out and buy and spend money again? Because for me, like it'd be interesting to know if anybody sort of it, within like soccer at least took, took note of 
like for instance how many when PSA shut their doors how many like PSA 10 Prism and Bappes were graded to see now when they reopen and all the all the submissions have been sent back what the number is increased by for for that because it again like we we could I, I saw someone Buzio my my boy Buzio he he um put on his story yesterday um the what do you want to know when 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 did PSA close um when did they close was it April April, well, the March. Uh, April, April March. March yeah it was um, release week of uh. NBA, NBA prison. But like, yeah, well, you want to know how many PSA ten and Mbappes got yeah. grades between there? All right, give me a sec. So Bozio put like um, the junk slab era, and that's effectively what I think we could be. I don't think we'll enter a junk slab era, but I feel like there's gonna be so many people trying to sell the same slabs. Yeah, rubbish. Like, like it, yeah, it's exactly it. It'll just be all these cards that are like everyone has and. I've got a but bunch then, of Mbappe Prism here, like nines, tens, and stuff. And I was like, I don't want to sell him yet because I wanted to see how he's going to do against Germany. I feel like if he would have got that goal, they would have been touching nine hundred dollars, but they bumped to eight hundred. So the the thing is, once all these cards come back, everyone's going to be it's like card rich, not cash rich. They don't have the cards, mm-hmm. but then the cards that are going to appreciate ridiculously are the ones that are high end, the numbered. I got another I got another theory as well, but I have Vincent. I, let me see if Vincent's got that. Did you get the number? Yeah. So between, I have numbers between the sixth of March and the seventh of June. There has been five hundred and twenty-eight twenty eighteen Prism Mbappes PSA nines. So wow. five hundred and twenty-eight PSA nines. And 316 PSA 10, so almost 1k Mbappe wow. nines and 10s. And that's probably yeah, I, I, had, I had PSA 9 Mbappe's, and after he scored those three goals in the Champions League, I offloaded them as quick as I could because yeah. I knew that this was going to come in. Yeah. Yeah. So, another theory I have interested, I, I don't know if any of you boys are into crypto. Um, yes. But, <laughs> so. Double. You, who, who hasn't been into crypto since? But, but what since, I'm uh, saying, so, this is what I'm saying. So, do you feel like everyone was over leveraged in, in like into crypto, and th- this is what's caused a lot of the reason why sports cards aren't popping right now? Because I feel like when Bitcoin was going up and up and up and not stopping, everyone was like, "I'm buying Bitcoin, I'm buying Ethereum, I'm buying like all these other coins and stuff." Right? I'm buying Safe Moon. Who the buy Safe Moon? Like. I feel like people were over leveraging into crypto because they saw the return and the gains on it was so much like they were quick, like they were so fast and people were would jump into crypto. And if people were buying high at like fifty five K Bitcoin or sixty K Bitcoin and it's dropped to thirty five K and they didn't cash out for profit, I wonder whether people are over leveraged into to that investment of, of cryptocurrency and are now waiting for crypto to go back up for them to be able to cash out for a profit which then could see money flow back into sports cards. Like, that's another thing which I feel like happened relatively at the same time as, like, PSA closing and, and all these slabs and stuff that caused sort of a bit of a, a movement of money, which is sort of slowing down the hobby a little bit. Maybe people have sort, sort of thought, okay, I, I never got into crypto in 2017 or 18 when it went crazy. Let me diversify this time because everyone's talking about it. It's on everyone's timeline. People were posting it on stories every day. They're like, okay, I've got a K. I was going to buy this Mbappe, but you know what? I'll buy 
a thousand pound worth of Ethereum and, and yeah. maybe you're the leverage in that aspect. I, I think yeah, yeah, but... Like, yeah, Topshot top was probably same. direct correlation yeah. with, with crypto as well, and it just fell off a cliff. Well, I if there was a graph that com- compares the two, that'd be interesting. Like, uh, yeah. even, like, the price of Mbappe, the price of uh, the Jordan. I'd be interested to see that. Jordan, PSA 10, no, just sold for 180000 And then compare that with, say, Ethereum, the same type of graph would what, be. 86 flare, 180000 Yeah, 180000 PSA 10. And what one did like six hundred k like last last like seven twenty, yeah, that was ba- no only January January to June just dropped that much. I think that's a whole separate story though. I think there's I, I see I could go into so many different things which it's I a di- it's a different market too. Like twenty fourteen yes. prism, yeah, twenty fourteen prism. How cheap is twenty fourteen prism now to when it was going crazy last July August time, like. I looked at the price of a PSA 9 Ronaldo. Bear in mind, I only had one. And it was like going for like £96 or something. And it's like, yeah, it's still a good return considering I got the card for £10. But like the prices of 2014 Prism last year went astronomical. Like I, I remember I bought like 40 Paul, 42 Paul Pogba base for like £3.20 each. And I flipped them for like £900. Like, it was ridiculous. And it's like 2014 Prism just got high. And I think you're starting to see that a lot now is all these sort of other sets of players are starting to sort of decrease and it's slowly going back to the sort of the true rookie and, and, and or at least super yeah. low serial numbered cards. But we I, saw a dip in... Sorry, Vincent, you go. Oh, no. Yeah, I was just... I think it's it's a lot of different reasons. One, obviously, countries opening again. I I feel like it's just the yeah. truth. Like I I spend money on dinners and drinks and whatever that I wouldn't have spent if it was like three months ago. Uh, that's that's one. Two, all, people were hyping every market. Like the soccer card market went up. All of a sudden, there was tennis, there was golf, there was F1, there is. UFC, like you can only spend money in so many different places. Then, as Tom said, crypto exploded, so people were taking the money out of cards, putting them into top shots, so rare, whatever NFT is out there. So that's money again away from the soccer card market. And then people see the soccer card market go down, so they have no really incentive unless they're collectors or they were left out last time out. They have no incentive now to buy in because margins one are smaller. They hear other people say, yeah. Soccer was just a fact. You see, the market comes down. It hasn't been even two years, and the market is coming down. So people are breaking down a soccer card market because they probably lost money because a lot of people lost money in the soccer card market, especially in the uh, as Tom said, the August time. Like Prism, the Prism 2014 Prism was was to the moon. That was the only card you had to buy if you didn't have a 2014 yeah. Prism of any player. You were you were missing out. That was potentially the best profit ever. A lot of people made money, but they bought and they sold. They didn't. Hold on to it. Or Bro, didn't I buy bought, it to pee. I so. bought this. I bought this this Kaboom Ronaldo off Cherry Collectibles in March or April last year. I paid sixty seven pounds. That's for from it. us. That's that's down here. Th- that's what I'm saying. Cherry, so Australian yeah. Cherry Collectibles. I bought this for sixty seven pound. I graded it, got a nine. This is going for like two thousand dollars. Like for me, I can't be mad. Like I said, then PSA nine Sancho's. I got murdered. I sent twenty like Topps Chrome based Sancho's. Right. Tens are going for three hundred dollars. I got one ten out of twenty. I got like sixteen nines and a couple of eights. I paid ninety nine p per Sancho. 
So like, I can't be mad at like the fact that okay, that's, the point of that's that's, that's, you know that's why I mean? it's so like, important. I, I can't I can't be disheartened with okay, I'm only making hundred X on that card or well seventy five X after grading because. At the end of the day, I got in so early, and but I can understand why a lot of people are sort of discouraged and maybe leaving the hobby if they bought in August, and now it's, you know they're trying to they're either waiting or they had to sell for a loss. So I feel you're going to see a lot of true OGs stick around, like like people like us who have been here, and we we project like I could if this. I mean, I bought I bought this. This cost me 170 pound graded nine five, like. I could literally hold this forever and it could go down and down and down and I'm not going to lose money on it. So it's like the point of entry is everything for a lot of people. And I think you're going to see a lot of new collectors who are coming into the hobby who can't maybe like afford this or have been burnt, probably leave the hobby. And you're going to see that OGs who are like, okay, regardless, I love this hobby. I spent a lot of money. I probably lost a lot of money or I've already turned my profit. So everything I'm playing with like extra money now. And I think you're going to see them people stay in the hobby and, and sort of stay. And I think, again, it's going to be like crypto. You're probably going to see another spike again in the future. Like, like I do think... That's, that what, that's what I'm going to say. I think yeah, ultimately it's going to lead to another... You know, it's going to be another way. We haven't seen... You know, Gary V hasn't been active and we know his impact. We haven't seen a lot of the, the bigger names in this space. It, all it takes is for one... If Mbappe comes out and says he's collecting sports cards, like, that's really all it takes. It is All it well, takes is like a... Yeah, signs them. There's so many ways that that's why I feel so comfortable in football and soccer. Like it's just, it, it's it's so new, but it's also so the the room for growth is still there. Yeah, we've only seen a tiny bit of the growth. It's all from the people that are from different sports and they come into soccer. That's where all that growth came from. And now we're seeing like true soccer collectors come in. I think it keeps going. I think now, sure, it's, it's down a little bit, but give it time. We're talking about it in the chat, the, um, the PSA 10 uh, Messi World Cup card, how, you know, around March last year it was, what, 2K? And it got up to 45K, settled at about 15, I think was the last one that I saw. And, yeah, yeah we're, we're saying that if you have a look at, you know, that growth from 2000 to 15K, you'd be very, very happy with that. But obviously, if you look at it in, in such a small time yeah, frame, depends on your, yeah. up, you know, but it's still upward trend, you know? Yeah. Just depends on your time frame. If you go in six months, it looks like it's down ridiculous. If you go in one year, it looks like it's up exponential. Like, I think a lot of people went weird. to SoRare as well. Uh, I think a lot of people moved to SoRare. Um, mm, because I think a lot sure. of people, I think a lot of people in the hobby who are, good at the hobby like in, in terms of making making like you know prospecting and 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 making a good return on on certain like cards and players sort of were good good at fantasy football i i mean i don't remember i ran a fantasy football league with a psa 9 yao felix and the guy who won it ben he finished 222nd in the world like he won the league by i think 100 points and he finished 222nd rank in the entire global rankings of premier league's fantasy football it's like if you're if you're that good at prospecting it or that good at like fantasy the fantasy aspect of of like football like why would you not go to so rare and put your money into so rare because you can li literally if you are successful at that you're in an ethereum for free like well whatever money you put in for your players I know obviously like Mbappe's I think Mbappe's got to like ridiculous like thirty two k a, a so rare card right at one point 
So it's I, I think I think a lot of it went went there. I was never a fan of so I've been like openly like I started with the team. Well, I, 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 finished, I, I, I finished last I finished last in my own fantasy football league. I played for the first two weeks and I forget about it. So yeah. it's so rare for me, doesn't it? NFTs again, that was another thing. Crypto NFTs, they they were sort of the thing, obviously. I was I, I was told about the, the Gary V friends NFT quite early, but I I lived through the whole crypto twenty eighteen stuff and I just I feel like it's easy to sell an NFT when the market of crypto is very healthy. But what's like is that is that NFT gonna hold value when the market dips again at the end of this year or whenever it is? I mean I had to talk a girl out of buying a Gary V NFT for I think they wanted to spend at the time it was Ethereum was going for about five and a half thousand Australian. Yeah. Which is and and it was the peak of Ethereum. I'm like, you shouldn't do it. You should not buy it. You shouldn't hold your like. You, she deposited all her money just for that. Yeah. Buy one. I'm like, I, I don't think it's a good idea. I said the same. And she didn't. Sister. And she pulled out and she took it out. And, it's and like, now oh. now they're going crazy. Yeah. Them why go, why, are you, why are you against Sora? What what's your uh, beef with Sora? Me. I think or Azuro. Me no, no. me. Yeah. I don't know. At the time, I didn't see the 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 hype about it i didn't see i don't see why a company like ea a company like you know even um who makes the other competitor of of fifa um uh, pro evolution pro pro evolution yeah. like a company like that especially um, ea if ea ea can come in get the rights get the licenses for these players and they've already got them on the gaming platform if they just they? add that utility well if they see that so is doing well and profitable mm-hmm. on their end. Yeah. Why can't they just come in and I mean, ask way, an approach with their licenses, but then use also the utility of Ultimate Team and those way, cards? That's what I was going to say. Ultimate Team, in a way, is NFTs. Like it, it, it's just obviously the only thing the whole, about Ultimate Team is it refreshes every year. That's the thing. The whole the whole EA game, the whole EA spiel is that you have to rebuy every single year. That's how they make it. That's how they make money. I, like I you mean, have, that. That's Sorry. that's why they don't do it. That's why they wouldn't do it. Is because then there's no incentive so for you to buy the next game. So <laughs> that, that's, that's how be... they keep getting players buying packs and all of that shit because they, they that's how they make. I mean, I, I've <laughs> I'm winning the shirts. I know. <laughs> they should stop. They should stop doing. They should separate FIFA, 21, 22, 23, and Ultimate Team. To Ultimate Team. They should just. Yeah, make, they should make Ultimate Team its own entity and literally be okay. All right, you've now okay. You packed Mbappe team of the season from two thousand and twenty-one, right? You can use that as as much as you want, like as much as you want. But when it comes to weekend league, you can only use this current years. Like that's how so rare. That's all well and good. In like, I would love that. Believe I me, and that. and a consumer would love it. But from a business perspective, that's how they make their big money. Yeah, they for for, sure. they literally force you to sell. It would be equivalent of selling every card I own and then having to go buy a whole new batch of cards. Except the that, cards that's that what, I bought that's the what year before. Is, like, that, that, that's yeah. why I lose interest in it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I really enjoyed building the team and I thought, if I'm putting so much effort into it and then it yeah, all gets lost and then comes around. It's, not, it's, not, it's also not because you have the team or better players that you automatically play better. 
Yeah. Like you can, yeah, you can or, have a beast, you can a have a beast here, and isn't still it? not win games. It's pay to yeah. win. Yeah. There, there's I, definitely I'm some talking as someone that's that. spent, I've spent like thousands, I'm talking thousands over the wow. years on an Ultimate Team. Like when Ultimate Team, the 2012, 2013 when I was at school, I'm talking every weekend I would go buy like $150, $200 gift cards yeah. and just like shove them in and. I used to have ridiculous teams and I was still trash at FIFA. And then it started to hit me. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, this is this is becoming repetitive. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, just... that's the thing. Like, for me, I mean, me and Anthony, we were on Clubhouse. We we jumped on Clubhouse a lot uh, when it first, like, launched. And we had those rooms where I think there was John, is it John Ellis, where he was, um, he's like a super, I mean, he's got a podcast now with 137 for, for Sora. So, he was yeah. a super early adopter. He he was creating content, and I spoke to him a couple of times because I just I couldn't get my head around it, and I, I wanted to understand it more. Um, and he was super helpful, and he is the goat when it comes to content and, and everything around um, around so rare. But for me, it's like I, I I always think back to my like when I used to be interviewed when I first came into the hobby. And I think about my answer like, why did I get into the hobby? And it was like because of Ultimate Team. Because I was like, why am I spending all this money on Ultimate Team when I could be investing in something which I can make money off instead of that? And yeah, okay, you, if I would have bought an Mbappe for like two grand at the time, I would have made 30k on it straight away in a couple of a couple of weeks. Um, and there is that obviously potential to, to, to make money. But again, the thing which puts me off is how they're going to bring up new cards for every player every season. So, yeah. You know, I mean, I, that, that Bruno Fernandez Lisbon card is ridiculously priced and stuff. And you know, it's it, there's so many different aspects to it. And and again, like, and you don't even have to go the expensive player out on so rare. You could go to like a, a different league and pick a. Ball yeah, that, that's league. that's exactly what that's my appeal because I'm a big um, Serrat fan. You know, like I, I yeah. watch that religiously, and I'm thinking like, why isn't Locatelli getting love? Why isn't Barella getting more love in the hobby? Why isn't Lukaku yeah. taking off more? And, like, if I could pick up those at a reasonable price, I still can get that really good upside through so rare that you can't really get with cards because you're not getting as much exposure, especially in the US, who only really has the attention span of one or two players, if that makes sense. Yeah. I'm, big on, I'm big on Sorrow. I, um, you are? I, I uh, already... Uh, Give interviews for the local newspaper and stuff like that. It's wow. Yeah, it's it's insane how much it has grown in Belgium too. Have you um, have you so have you made much off so rare like in terms of like just winnings and like Ethereum and stuff? I think I'm close to one one K now. Okay. Um, so it's not it's not huge, but you, it's it, it's just so much fun. Without giving like you don't have to give figures, but have, have you invested much or did you do it all from scratch like? Um, I started, I, th that was my first worry is that the entry point was too high when I joined because I basically joined straight after the Gary V, v hype. Uh, yeah. He bought like a draft Felix on Mbappé. Yeah, the one one. And then he posted about it. So I basically joined right after and I was able to make a team that was hitting me thresholds. So uh, thresholds is like 40, 50, 60 dollars uh, depending on where Ethereum is at that point. Uh, with a team for 550 euro so that i thought that was pretty cheap considering you win 60 
dollars per game week and sometimes there's two game weeks in one week so you basically make that back pretty fast if you yeah, know yeah. what players to buy um but it's just it it doesn't it's the same as uh azura just said like you can you can try to buy in by pace you can try to buy bruno fernandez's but you have players that are maybe like 150 dollars that get you exact exact same points they just play for sporting lisbon or they play for Krasnodar, or they play for Antwerp in the in the Pro League. You don't have the Mbappé Rabiot lineup, but you get you still get the same points, if not better. Um, I'll, take, I'll, take, just... I'll take these over this so rare Mbappé. I'll take these. Tom has flexed those like six times well, in the I'm last. So happy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You know no, I love it. That one. Yes. We need so a we need a counter grab. like post production counter like yeah. in the middle like how many times did he show his card? I think this is. I think this is the highest pop as well. I think it's pop three. No, nothing's graded higher. So PSA nine. But there's a there's a there's a seven out of ten, which is super. It's on it's on eBay right now. Raw. I've and seen I'm, that. Yeah. And he wears he wears number seven. It's at like fourteen thousand pounds, like twenty k dollars USD. Would you pay? Would you really pay more if the serial number was the exact same as his shirt number? Bro, well that's the thing. That's the interest. I would because it's seven out of ten. So you've got you, PSG, you you've got you his PSG, you've got his PSG jersey and his and his uh, his French jersey. Oh I would, wow! I, look at look at this, the one of one of that is it, yeah BGS is in, nine right? That... Or, or is it eight five? I can't remember. BGS nine. BGS I think nine. I don't I don't know if I'm right, but I, f I feel like did Super Trout have the one of one of that? I, I think Court had the. I think I I can't go and check, but I'm pretty sure. I think. Um, Damn, that's that's in the auction as well, ending in eight days. Is, so that, got, is that bids or is it no bids on it? Bids bids at uh, four thousand right now. That is the that is a grail. Eight thing. days to go. Say again. Eight days to go still. Yeah, eight days to go. That is My, a uh, buffet grail. Kevin the Branas are there as well, so if you guys want to Kevin the Brana. Bro, what yeah, happened? Yeah. Is, right, let's talk about this. What first of all <laughs> is Mbappe staying at PSG? Yes, I think so too. And then second of all, Tyler <laughs> on the Card Talk Pod a few months back said that he had confirmation from somebody that Mbappe, an Mbappe auto will be will be we'll released. Be there. I heard that as well. I heard what, that as well. What what product is it going to be? What product is, is the Mbappe autograph going to be released in? It's got to be either they're bringing out another eminence for the World Cup or it's got to be like a National Treasures or something. Yeah. It has to, be, has to be something like monstrous. Even I can see them doing, they'd do the whole blockchain one of one. <laughs> yeah. they'd, they'd milk that like harder than they did for the Beckham. They'll do everything. Um, but I could say that's a good shout. Eminence for... If they release another Eminence for the 2022 World Cup, it's got to be a gold. Oh, imagine oh, Mbappe gold signature. I, Awful. I, mean, don't, I don't see the appeal in these, in these national treasures and the Eminence. And What about Flawless? With a, with a diamond? No. With a it's diamond? for me, man. It's not for me. I, I don't know. I just, I, it's too much. Uh... This is for you, Vita. This is for you, mate. This is, this is what we do. <laughs> yeah, this is how we roll, man. Oh, that's a bad 
anyone did anyone see the uh, the deal that Slabstock Aaron did with um, fourth quarter cards at the the last Dallas card show where he did the he he swapped he traded the eminent Ronaldo gold auto to five for uh, Mbappe Kaboom nine a Bruno purple ten and Mbappe blue to one fifty PSA eight and something else. And he traded he traded those four cards for the Eminence. Ronaldo Eminence Gold Auto, which is like like I feel like Aaron long term will probably value will be it'll get a good 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 amount of value out of it. But I was like, bro, I would have I would have traded Aaron my BGS nine five and my BGS ten purple Mbappe for that Eminence Ronaldo. Like that Eminence is big. It's, it's so big. So 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 big. No. I don't yeah, know. I, no, that until the appeal. I picked it, up this. You might like this. This is Cruyff first Cruyff, one. Your, yes, I like bro. Makes makes me smile. I'm starting to get back into like <laughs> going to look at vintage. Like vintage yeah. is it's still untapped. I've got I've got a case. Like I say, I've got a twelve box case of Euro two thousand and four stickers. Um, I'll, yeah, put them I, here. I'll put them right here as well. I've got I boxes, and I want I want to rip them all because I want to find the Ronaldo's because I feel like, like that that box cost me like, um, like thirty six hundred dollars for the whole case, um, and I want to rip them because the Ronaldo's if I pull three or four Ronaldo's and they get a couple of eights I'll make more money than I paid for the box. But there's so many different players as well from that Euro which are like legends. Like you've got like obviously Rooney, you got Torres, you've got like Maldini. You've got all the Italian greats. There's so many good players in that product, but I don't know where grading is going to be at. I don't know when they're going to release PSA like pricing for the grading. I feel like ripping a ton of that product, getting it graded for $50 a card is going to be a very small return. And I've got, got another box tip for you guys. Um, if you, you're into the 2006 stickers, yeah. there's um, Topps Merlin. Um, 2006 World Cup. It's like the English edition. I yeah. ripped a, a couple of boxes on my live once, and that, that's the the rookie sticker for Ronaldo World Cup and uh, and Messi's rookie yeah. sticker as well. And those boxes go cheap. Like they, they go for, I think I've got it for ninety pounds. I think it was something like that. Is that um, the, uh... I'll show you. I've got them here. I think I've got it. Is it? Is it like a? Um, I, I have. I think I have a few. Uh, Ronaldo Nazario's and the, it, it, they don't yes. have the licenses for the kit studio though, but it's like a it, the super yeah that's it the super thick holograph yeah they're sick and they've got holograms that's right um yeah. oh, I remember you that. That sorry I tuned in when you ripped that wasn't it man like it, it was unreal I'll see if I've got someone here but oh, here we go so like that's like a Nesta of that yeah got Canavaro so that, that's what they look like, but it's got like Henri, um, that's like a Gerard, and it's got like different variants of Gerard as well. Yeah, it's a nice like variant of Totti, yeah. um, like this Ibra. Yeah, they're oh. cool, aren't they? Yeah, they're really cool. And I've got some Beckhams as well. You know, like, it's, I What's feel that, like that's a really good one. 2006, yeah. <laughs> eBay is going <laughs> to be cleaning that. Yeah, I'm would, how, okay. what, do you guys did you guys, did you guys rip any Merlin 95? I did, yeah. I did. 
I picked, I got a Western McKinney Auto. Um, I got a, like, from that set, it was incredible, right? I got a Western McKinney Auto, Del Piero numbered card, Mbappe numbered card, and a Roberto Carlos numbered card, along with, like, a Camavinga rookie card, um, Havertz, like, everyone was in there. It's, it's underrated, underrated. I really like, actually, the thickness of the card as well is really nice. I got a, um, Alfonso Davies to 50 auto, and then I got like a Valverde to 25. Um, yeah, I didn't, do, I didn't do too well, but like, I mean, for the price, it was just, it was, it was nice just to rip it. It's worth a rip, yeah. Yeah. I was pretty happy with, with that, but. I yeah. think, I think my, mate, my mate, my mate, my mate Stevens in here, these are two of his cards that he picked up 98 Zidane, World Cup. Yeah. yeah, and then this is one of my favorites. Oh, yeah, two thousand and two, Ronaldinho. Yeah, um, my my like Connor from UK football cards. He um he graded a Zidane ninety eight and a Rooney Everton two thousand and three Merlin, um and he nine them both. I was like super shocked because I think I think nines on both of those stickers is super super like such a good grade. Um. Yeah, my ninety eight Tony also got a nine. Yeah. Yeah. That was like two K card not so long ago. I'm not sure, it probably dropped now, but what's one card you don't think you could sell in your collection? Me. Everyone. Like if it, it, I, would... I don't know if you got it to hand or, or what, but like I would sell everything. Mine would have to be this budge because I just I've got that emotional attachment with him. I think I think that's what it comes down to with cards that you'd never sell. Um how, how how that card makes you feel, you know, and, and I remember being a kid and, you know, my parents talking about him, and, you know, seeing, I, I still have vague memories of 1994. <laughs> yeah, so. I, I don't think I could sell this one. Like, I, I'm the same as you, like, my attachment so, to this card. So imagine you, you, your house lord comes to you and he, sa and he says you're out. Unless you sell that card, you would still not sell that card. I'm out. See you later, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I'm I'm the same as you though, as her. Like I, the attachment to this card. This was the most expensive card at the time that I ever bought. Um, I was a big advocate of him. Obviously, he didn't have the greatest season. I mean, he still scored 20 goals, but just what he's done for the country in terms of, you know, like his charitable work and, and everything like that. I respect him so much because of that. Um. I would sell everything, man. I just hope. I would, rather, I would, rather, have, I would rather have money than a, card, than, than, a, than a card above my head. Like I trade, I trade, I trade up. Like if I could get, if I could, if it was a one of one of this exact same card in play, and I, and they was like, look, I'll, I'll do a decent trade with you if you can trade me the the, the, the fifteen you've got. I'd trade up for the one of one, of course, but like. Um, I don't think I'd sell it. I don't know. It's it's tough unless the offer is really really good. Like, so, man, like, like everything's got, obviously we're talking hypothetically, so everything's yeah. got a price. But you know, if if it rains, I find it hard. You just get a few <laughs> extra cards. What, come on, Anthony. What's your card? What's your card? I was gonna say my Messi, but I had a, I've thought about it recently. If the Messi cracked ice, if someone offered me something crazy. Oh yeah, you got. I would. Is it, is it PSA ten? It's not graded. It, oh, it'll get a ten. Touch wood, it'll get a ten. 
Is it the cracked ice auto or is it just the cracked ice? Cracked ice order. 2323. Is it in PSA now? It's not here. I, I won't send it. I'll, I'll fly over and I'll do, and do the, Walk the walkthrough. Yeah. yeah, there's no way I'll send it. Damn, that's such a sick <laughs> card. Bro. I remember watching the one of one Ronaldo auto be pulled and it was like, what the Yeah, hell? that went to um, Hatcher. Hatcher, yeah. Ian Hatcher, yeah. yeah. The, uh, that's the a card good one. I wouldn't that's... sell that isn't soccer, isn't football. It's, it's this. <laughs> I, yeah, I thought that was Conor McGregor for a minute. Nah, nah, Star, <laughs> Star Wars, Ewan McGregor order. I don't think I'll be able to sell this Stevo card, so that's probably staying with me for a long time. You never know. You might sell it to him. <laughs> true, true. I've got a, my brother pulled a one of one Dinya card, and, and he Look goes, what, what, if I just, yeah, what if I just message him and maybe he'll buy it off me? <laughs> Charge him five thousand dollars. He's rated rookie. You never know. <laughs> someone, someone tweeted out the Portugal one of one Euro like logo last night on on Twitter, and it looks so good. Like them, them one of one like Euros badges look so so good. Yeah, you know the a sneaky player the twenty ten the badges. Uh, so I got a bunch of those um, somewhere here. The where are they? The ones that look like this. Oh, yeah. I, I actually gave an Argentina one away, and it got a PSA 10. <laughs> and it was a silver as well. Oh, dear. Oh, this one here. Yeah, that one, yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that was, like, terribly off-center, but that's the way that they are, right? No, it's, yeah, it's, it's got it, the, yeah. the writing there. The 2010 yeah, card, I'm surprised. I've traded a 2010 Messi, and a lot of them get sent back with miscuts because the, the edges are, like, ridged. Yeah, I yeah. have. I got two a nine there now. If I get, if they send it back after like three months of sitting there, I'll be fuming. Did you guys see Jamie's story the other day where he received a sub back and they they literally sent it back in like a um, not what are they called semi rigid. He sent it back in a semi rigid with a grade. He didn't put it in a slab or anything. Wow! That literally Wait, they sent, the, with a grade with a grade. Sent, so they sent. They sent the card back in a semi-rigid with the, the label, like this label back and front in the in the semi-rigid. They didn't have a slab to grade it in. So he got like a Not. PSA he got, he got like a PSA eight. They sent it back in the semi-rigid with the label, not in a slab. It was ridiculous. That's strange. It's not like it came back ungradable or anything like that. It no, came back really like, good. Not yeah. They just didn't have a slab for it. Well, okay. They must be trying to send oh. stuff out so fast that they um, they just didn't have a slot. They're just rushing out. Anyway, we have to do this again. I'm yeah, hundred percent. I'm gonna go now. Anyway, I, I want to get want to get prepared for the game. Yeah, no, we, yeah we should do this again. It, this was really good. This was really entertaining. It was. Um, we will definitely do this again. Yeah, I dropped you a follower zero. So whenever you're ready, just just link with me, and I'll I'll get back to you guys. We'll do, man. Yeah. We're doing this every day, so everybody tune in. Um, and yeah, whenever you guys want to come on, jump up, and, and we'll definitely have you for an organised uh, long chat as well. That'll be awesome. We're doing, it's been, yeah, it's been we're great. Doing the wrap, wrap up. Uh, we're wrapping it up, man. Thank you, Thanks a lot for joining. Peace. Really appreciate it. Bye. Peace. See you. Bye.